At incredible risk to the group, the Grey Ascent quickly turned the party against one another, nearly bringing about their ruin. Dwarf, Goblin, Wizard, and Elf scrambled to claim the artifact, with only Elmon having the clarity to get it clear of his friends. He took it to the Pale Tower, where it will never see the light again. The nobleman Malil, free from the grasp of the Grey Ascent, met with the heroes to thank and pay them for all their efforts. But all of this came at a price. Ulgrim's shieldbiter's will to carry on. With a broken body, having been tortured by cultists, and under the dark influence of the artifact almost killing his beloved Puck, Ulgrim let his friends know that his adventuring days were over. He invested the last of his money into the Middle Hawks Inn and is looking forward to quieter days. It has been a few weeks since then. The light snow has melted and the rain has stopped for a few days. You have all been taking a well-earned rest. Elmont, you now walk through the streets of the South Market, a district not known for large plazas with merchants hawking their wares, but instead more for specialized shops. Each turn down a street reveals quality leather workers, rope makers, and blacksmiths creating and selling the best that the city of Tallis has to offer. Elmon, you find the shop you're looking for and step inside out of the cold, and the sign above the door reads, Navean Bowcraft. You step inside, it is beautiful wood construction. This was a meeting hall at some point in the past, so it has this double two-story uh, framework set up with like maybe a balcony that goes around the top edge, and all of that just has mounted bows on the side. They've got tons of... Uh, different types of practice arrows and shooting arrows. And there is a lady who you recognize as she had run the competition at the fair. And she is there. She uh, puts down some bow she was restringing and says, hello, welcome, welcome. Wait a minute, I know you, don't I? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you look familiar. Yes, you do. We've met before. You'll have to refresh my memory. Um, I upset uh, a friend of yours, I think, at the festival. Oh, yes. Uh, your name is uh, Elmon, isn't it? Elmon Yabel. I've yes. been hearing about you from uh, my brother quite a bit. Oh, he was your brother. Is your brother. Oh, yeah. LaRose! LaRose! <laughs> she calls out. I'm like, no, no, that's not necessary. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> she says, come in here. An old friend of yours is here. An, an old friend. At, right there. And Rose comes to the front. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a nod. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eldron, was it? Something like that. Yes. Um, Ladrove, was it? <laughs> Um, uh, LaRose, uh, La as uh, most of the city knows. Oh. oh, sorry, I never... Uh, um, what brings, what brings you by? Eldron came to purchase something, I believe. Elmon, thank Elmon. I came to see if you perhaps had some more of the Mastercraft Ilnoran arrows. <laughs> oh, you certainly know your arrows, don't you? They... Arrows have served me very well in my travels since winning them. Give LaRose a little wink and a nod. Uh, <laughs> at the festival. I've used 
them to good effect and I'm hoping to acquire some more. Well, as you know, it's we only make the finest. I do know. So <laughs> that's why I'm here. Um, well, uh, let me show you maybe maybe some of the arrows that you might be able to wield. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to spend good money on arrows that you're just going to lose in the woods. I uh, just look at them, don't really answer, and just kind of wait. Uh, LaRose is our uh, professional archer here at the store and helps show off the various uh, uh, bows and arrows that we have available. Perhaps he can show you something uh, that you're interested in. You said uh, you were looking for Ilnoran arrows? I was, yes. Well, we, we have some. Um, a couple couple of different types, but um, Elnoran. Should we go downstairs to the range and uh, try them out? <laughs> Let's. Right. Make sure my rapiers uh, loosen its scabbard. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. You uh, follow LaRose down to a basement area, which has been uh, reconstructed a bit into a, a short range shooting area. Not really for long distance longbows, but at least you can get an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some targets set up, some hay bale type stuff set up and a couple practice bows. And LaRose, uh, you bring um, some wrapped, uh, high-quality uh, arrows with you. You've got uh, 10 Ilnoran arrows, and you've got three Mastercraft Ilnoran arrows for sale. How much for the lot? Well, let's, let's give them a shot first, as we say. Uh, you'll find that they're the most well-balanced, straightest shafts. I'm sure you can just tell by looking how artfully crafted they are. I can. I don't really feel any... There's necessarily a need to to test them. I trust the craft work in them. <clears throat> the rose takes one and just strings it up and lets it fly and hits... One of the arrows he's about to buy. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the target. Okay. I'll be buying yeah, nine Ilnoran arrows <laughs> and three Mastercrafts then. <clears throat> now that this one's used. Only used in demonstration. <clears throat> he hits it square and clean. Hits the target perfect. The quality is just the same. Very well. The price is going to be, you said you wanted a lot? Yeah. It'll be for all of- 36 for the three Master total and 30 for the 10 Regulars, not each. Uh, total. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, well, when your money situation is not a big deal, before it was a yeah. big deal. <clears throat> uh, Larosa's sister calls up from above. I also have some other specialty arrows, if you are interested. She comes down the stairs. I would certainly uh, have a look at any specialty arrows you might have. She gets closer. Are you being nice to Larosa? Of course, of yes. course. Uh, what, uh, what do you use these arrows for, if I may ask? I don't see you around uh, the city much hunting for game, or you're not part of the guard. I don't I, think that's any of our business. Uh, I travel with some companions and we range a little further from 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 the city than 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 you may um, oh yes we do well, most of our 
uh, hunting. When you are of notoriety, you stay close to your beloved fans. So I have some magical arrows. They've been magically enhanced. I've got a few of them. They're hard to come by and they're a bit pricier than the uh, others I just uh, showed you. I would potentially be interested in them as well. She opens up a case that she's brought down with her, a wooden case, uh, and inside are a dozen arrows that you can see are magically enhanced. Game purpose-wise, they are equivalent to plus one arrows. Uh So plus one damage and plus one to hit. And she also has in that two, only two single uh, plus two arrows as well. Really nice looking magically enhanced ones. Is your quiver big enough for all of this? You don't have to worry about my quiver size, uh, friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to handle. (laughs) I think you've seen I can handle an arrow. What do you know of magic arrows? Enough. Hmm. How much for the arrows? Uh, these uh, 12 here are 30 gold apiece. So that's 360. She mm-hmm. sees you're not phased at all by that number. And the others, the other two? She thinks a little longer. Uh, those two are 140 each. They'd be 280. It's just been spending like this the whole two weeks. <laughs> just You got a bunch, but you got... Twice what we did? Oh, or did you get not quite twice. Yeah. I only got three extra bars. Oh, three extra. But I didn't get a letter, so I'm you're, very uh, sad about that. You're still in the 1% of the city. <laughs> <laughs> in pocket change, really. Um, Are you interested in any of these, she says, to the arrow she's showing you? I'll tell you what. Um, you said two, three sixty for the twelve, two eighty for the two, and it was what sixty something for the other thirteen. You don't look like a man of such means. Ignoring that, um, she's kind of curious about that as well. <laughs> so that's what close to seven hundred gold. Uh, why don't I give you six fifty for all of this here? Uh, make a persuasion roll. And she's lurking, looking at LaRose for his thoughts on this. So LaRose, make a, uh, a counter persuasion, like a negotiation roll. Okay. I'll give you a plus three. 23. Ah. 17. <laughs> Seems totally fair. She says, oh, and I do, we have one last uh, odd arrow, if you're interested. This one's... No, no, no. LaRose made it. It's called the Bertha. <laughs> it, it's... I, I don't think he's interested in... Oh, fair enough. Oh, I might be interested. You can only fit one in a quiver. <laughs> I got room for one more arrow in this quiver. <laughs> it's... It's two, 300 gold in value. And that's a firm price. It's... <laughs> Let's see the One arrow. of a kind. She opens up another case and she said, uh, 
My brother uh, crafted this. It's not very accurate at all, but he's used for a construction project. They were trying to cover the uh, the King's River, that uh, huge crevasse where the river cuts through the city for construction purposes. This one can fire enough uh, and have enough of a line that it can uh, have a rope available to it, attached to it. Um, so you can span a distance and still have a rope available to you for whatever purposes you might need. Distance over accuracy. Sometimes adjustments need to be made, balances. It's it's so you can have a finishing move. Come here! <laughs> 300, you say? Uh, yes. Very well. And I, I have like. a lovely cart, too. <laughs> she walks past you, LaRose, with her back to Elmon and just mouths, and I just pull out one, like the one platinum bar that I brought with me. It's just like, get junk. This should cover it. And pull up my uh, arrows and and give LaRose a little snotty little nod. And then, uh, would you like LaRose to bundle those up for you? I'll take care of this myself. Paper or plastic? LaRose just walks upstairs. <laughs> All right. Just bumps shoulders past uh, Elmon. And we make a strength check for me to not budge on that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to excuse him. Uh, he's he's uh, known around the city as quite the archer and took the loss a little bit to heart. I didn't notice. Oh, oh that's good, I guess, I suppose. Well, thank you he so much. For very your, friendly. <laughs> thanks so much for your business, and please come again. Uh, we'll look at seeing if we can acquire more of these uh, arrows. They're uh, challenging to come by, but um, we'll certainly make them available yeah, to you. Yeah, I will... Um probably be in the market again at some point. Uh, I'm staying at the Middle Hawks if you come a, come across any. I think I know the place. You can, um, I'll, you can leave a message for me there with, uh, with one of the owners, Olgrim is his name. She escorts you uh, back upstairs and out the door you go. As, as she... Did you have some poison arrows too? I do. Yeah. As as so Elmon walks past <laughs> like the counter area okay. back upstairs, um, Rose says, "These arrows take some time. Don't just waste them. They're not for downing a turkey or a quail. Be mindful of how you use them." I'll see you next year at the archery contest. Then walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> An arrow hits the backside of the door. <laughs> so for our listeners at home, Elmon took biting sarcasm for a feat. <laughs> there is a little bell that goes off uh, to the store door as Avius enters a magic ingredient shop. Oh, that's... There's a lot of things here. You see, there are tons of little cupboards and little uh, grocer boxes that are filled with a menagerie of powders and strange leaves and animal parts. Picking things up and tasting. And you get one of those plastic bags. You can't quite find the opening (laughs) to. (laughs) He's licking his fingers, trying trying to get it open. You hear a voice from the other end of the room. Yellow and blue make green. Yellow and blue make green. 
There's a uh, old man hidden behind a pair of giant goggles <laughs> who pops up from behind a uh, counter where he's sifting some strange orange dust and says, Yes, who? Who's there? Um, uh, hello. Are you the uh, shopkeep? Ooh, hold on. And he steps down with a big thud. <laughs> and he comes over and he's this small, gnomish, big-eyed guy with very little hair clutching to his scalp. He walks over and has to get real close up to see you. Uh, uh Avius bends down to uh, kind of meet him. Well, aren't you a tall one? I, well, uh, they, I never stopped growing, I guess. Welcome to Wonderful Ingredients. Uh, that's the name of your show. Well, it's, it's, there are many wonderful ingredients from what I can tell. Many magical things. I'm kind of sounding like Puck, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> are you related? No. Uh, uh, well, yes, I see lots of ingredients. Anything your magical heart can desire. Well, um, anything. What, what did you have in mind? I, um, am looking more for... Um, a, a final product uh, than ingredients. Uh, I don't have a much need for those, but uh, I'm wondering if you might have something that um, <coughs> maybe is magically good <coughs> to offer um, uh, protection of sorts uh, against common threats out in in the world. Uh, something of a of a shield. Let me see. And he walks back over behind a counter. He opens up some drawers. You hear some metal things clanging on the floor, some pots clattering together, some weird bell that starts rolling across the floor. Ooh, no. More things get tousled. You see some puff of dust go. Two chemicals touch that shouldn't, and there's a little fireball. Wah! And <laughs> then there's a long silence. I don't believe in containers. <laughs> You don't see him at all. Uh, 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 sir. Um, what? Uh, oh, okay. Oh! Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Who's there? Uh, it's, well, it's, he it's, gets out from behind the counter. It's still He comes me. on over. Uh, I don't think I... Welcome to my... the magical emporium yes, of ingredients! Yes, of, of, yeah, He's changing it, the <laughs> Doing business as. <laughs> uh, How can I help you? Yes, I I didn't I didn't introduce myself pre previously. I'm Avius Catorum. Avius Catorum? Yes. Never heard of you. <laughs> I, um, Someday. Someday. Uh, well, you you will. You will. It's uh, still in public. It's still in uh, uh, proofing before the uh, map is published, but uh, I discovered an island uh, not too long ago. No islands here. All the magical ingredients you could ever imagine. Yes. Uh, mouth. I know. <laughs> I put a lot of care into this accent. Do not make fun of it. <laughs> um, right. Uh, you were you were looking for something uh, a little more um, a finished product of sorts. Uh, uh, some, some maybe uh, magical uh, shields or uh, something uh, of that nature. Oh, I don't have anything here like that. But I could get my hands on something. And uh, what could you get your hands on? I could get my hands on bracers of protection. Could help the likes of you. Well, uh, that, um, I don't know what you mean by that, but uh, uh, that's kind of, yes, uh, uh, kind of exactly what I'm looking for, really. Uh, Very expensive. Well, 
very expensive. I'm sure we can come to an agreement. Um, uh, how long might it take you to uh, uh, acquire uh, such an item? Just a few days. Um, uh, how many few days? Uh, just curious. A few days. So if I come back on Tuesday, what's today? Either way, I'll be back on a Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, I could uh, trust that you would have them. Done. Tuesday, 6,000 gold, and it's yours. 6,000 gold? Uh, well, um... <laughs> How much just for one? <laughs> <laughs> they only come in pairs. Oh, that's, uh, that's I've heard that. Um, uh, what about, let's say, um, how about this? <laughs> I will give you, um, a, a, a thousand down and, uh, two thousand upon delivery. He thinks for a little bit. No, it's six thousand. I told you, it's very expensive. Very coveted. Many wizards like it. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's awfully, ex yes, it's, it is expensive. Um, you come back when you have the money then. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my corner. Popo -po coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll come back Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> and we'll have out. this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, very well. I'll, I'll see you Tuesday. Yes. Uh, excellent. And uh, Avius tips his hat and walks out the door. All right. You're going to go back and he's going to go, I can have it for you Tuesday. Avius <laughs> <laughs> is hoping he doesn't remember uh, what he just quoted on the price. Ooh. Uh, Elmon, make a perception roll of 23 or higher. <clears throat> Natural one. Uh, oh. Elmon picks his nose. <laughs> Elmon. Uh, then <laughs> Sighing already. Oh. You... Uh, are out in the uh, city, heading around to Middlehawks. You've uh, stopped by a cart. You've got an apple that you're chewing on, and you—that's your problem, <laughs> eating apples. You uh, look around. You you put in your purse real tight and realize that your new magical rapier is gone. God. <laughs> Something that should be totally obvious when taken oh. from you, you are totally oblivious uh, to. In the meantime, LaRose is whittling new arrows with a <laughs> <laughs> Point by point. Uh, gonna miss this, aren't you? Right. <laughs> I will immediately begin a quick search of the area, looking for obvious... You, you see it. Okay, where is it? Is in the hands of a homeless man 80 feet back the way you came. Uh, okay. Uh, and he's standing, uh, leaning on the side of a, a crappy building and just looking straight at you. 
Okay, I will... With his legs crossed. Feet crossed. I will check and make sure I have all of my other possessions. Real quick. They all look good. Okay. Um... And start walking towards him. Okay. He, as you walk towards him, he holds out a uh, cup and says, Spare a copper for a lost soul, sir. <clears throat> he clearly has your magical rapier in his other hand. Um, He's just out and pointing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the sword. He tosses it with uh, agility and steps close with his cup and says, you should keep a closer eye on that, Elman. And you recognize him as Karem, the agent of the conciliators who has spoken to you before, a spy working around the city gathering information. It was a slick move. I was distracted by my apple. (laughs) I haven't heard that one before. And he still holds out his cup and makes a jiggle with a little copper inside. You drop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> platinum don't have bar. <laughs> I dropped three silver in it. <clears throat> I've got some information for you. There's some activity going on with the chaos cult. And I've got a lead on some way that you might be able to help hurt them, which I've been hearing from some of our mutual friends. You've already delivered quite a blow a couple weeks back, so well done. There's a man by the name of Rill in the Copper Pub is where you can find him. He's uh, an associate of ours, friend of our cause, and he's got a possible way to influence the cult and maybe cause them some harm. I figured you've been itching for a way to get some retribution back instead of waiting. Maybe you want to take the fight to them. We'll have to uh, make a drop by the Copper copper Pub shortly. It's in the Rivergate District. Nice part of town. Oh, come on, just one more, he says loudly, rattling his cup. I'm giving you all I'm going to give you, old man. He spits at your shoes, but misses and curses you and starts walking off to harass someone else. Yeah. What would you guys like to do? Puck, Elmon, and Avius. Yes. Let's have, what about Puck? Puck's been sitting around for a while. Uh, Puck's uh, fiddling around with his spear. Um, there's a, uh, he has the, the gem of healing on it and he's, he's, uh, He's trying to figure out how he can, um, if, if there's a way to transfer that gem of healing to another item. Okay, make an arcana roll. <coughs> a natural one. <laughs> Damn. You Going around the table. <coughs> are not sure and you're prying and prodding, you're casting some minor magics yourself, trying to get information, and you have uh, triggered the gem and fully depleted it. Oh. And when that happens, I believe you have to make a roll. Yeah. 
What is that roll? Uh, I don't know. I've got it. I think it's a d6 and on a 6. No, it's not that bad. Can't be that bad. This was the minor gem of healing. <laughs> uh, if you expend the last charge, roll a d20, and on a 1, the gem vanishes in a flash of light lost forever. An 8. Okay. Uh, so you're not sure. The gem's fine. It's just completely depleted, but you're not quite sure. Uh, okay. You can try again in a couple days. Very good. Anything else, Buck? Uh, no. Okay. Just having breakfast at the Middle Hawks. Um, Making uh, old grum wait on me. This <laughs> is <laughs> your third helping. <laughs> he just throwing it under the table. Avius uh, wants to wants to uh, put another spell into his spell book. Yep. Okay. Remove curse. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Um, it costs money, and let's assume you spent that money for magic ink and paperback at that ingredient store. That's just what it's designed for. Uh, and it's, 50, I believe, 50 gold, 50 per, gold per level. So per level. what level is it? Um, that's a good question. Spell. Oh, that's right, because it was a uh, scroll. scroll. Mm-hmm. Remove curse is level three. Okay, so 150. Uh, it's one action, a touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. And I'm so sorry, one point of clarification. I was having so much fun with, um... The rose? There's no roll or the anything, rose, it's just yeah. an automatic? Correct. Nice. Um, that was... Oh, and oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to interrupt here. Yeah. If the object is a cursed magic item, a.k.a. the Grey Ascent... <laughs> The spell breaks its owner's attunement so it can be removed with ease. Oh my god. <laughs> I just FYI. <laughs> Jeez. The, like four mouths just opened up around the table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. But if I may, one more thing. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> uh, and then Avius wants to take, he's got, he's collected several books over various adventures and going through dungeons and things. He wants to take them back to. The gentleman way near the beginning who had like a map slash talking about Tass at Tass's scriptorium. Yes, <laughs> Tass. Um, and see what he can get for those. Oh, to sell those. I gotcha. To get some more gold. What were the books you wanted to sell? Well, there's the book. There's uh, book one of three. Um, <laughs> Winds of Time. How I did it by Avius Catorum and. <laughs> <laughs> Cobble, cobble. There is uh, cobble, the cobble. Copendium of Divinity. Um, he also has a map. He's acquired. Uh, he has the history of Tolis. All right. That's it. Uh, make a persuasion negotiation style roll. Okay. All right. Uh, The value of those combined is probably 40 gold total. 
That's that's no. That 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 would have been exciting right before yeah. the real game. <laughs> right before we won that's the true. lottery. Yeah. Uh, but with your roll, uh, you're able to get the price bumped up by fifty percent. So sixty gold if you want to sell it. Uh no. I'll okay. just I'll just keep them in my room. And by the way, during this time, these weeks, you could also be writing a book. He's 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 got a he's got a memoir All right. going. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. There's a, there's a whole chapter Fantastic just called Adventures Puck. of Catorum. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Elmon. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, lost track of how many arrows I actually bought. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was 10 Ilnoran arrows, 3 Mastercraft Ilnoran arrows, 12 Magical plus 1 arrows, and 2 Magical plus 2 arrows. And one spanning arrow. Is that correct? Uh, I just three, want to make sure. A dozen, two, and one. Yes. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> and then I also have three silver statues that I would like to All get right. value you, for. You acquired oh. from the temple. Two of those I acquired from the temple. One of them I acquired. It was a silver Lothian statue, which I have no idea. You know what? Where did you get that? I don't know. The Lothian statue I'm going to send to... Day one. All right. As a, as a gift. <laughs> it's cursed. <laughs> since Avius, since Avius can't sell the compendium <clears throat> of divinity for anything good, he's going to read it. Oh, that'll. Okay, you are reading that. Yep. Got it. Um, hold on. Let me go to Front Tower. Uh, the statues. Yeah, I have two of them. Uh, they are 15, so 30 gold total. All right. Again, great prices before Malil. You you paid a great price obtaining those for 30 gold apiece. And also, you guys total. have been getting a lot of uh, annoyed <gasps> heckling from your former friend Olgrim, now running Middlehawks Inn, telling you to do something about this giant bloody sack that's out behind oh, yeah, the inn. Yeah. The uh, the Kraken Eye. Oh. <laughs> Puck will take care of that. Yeah. Puck will take Keeps that blinking. To, uh, it's getting the customers. Puck uh, will take that to... A place that will buy that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you walk in the shop. Hello? Who is it? <laughs> it's a magic emporium shop you have arrived at. It's... I'm, I'm Puck, the goblin. Oh, no, it's two of the same voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> what do you have there? He comes out with his big goggle glasses. It's a, cr- a crack and eyeball. My friends and I, we 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 slaughtered it uh, yesterday. <laughs> Very fresh. <laughs> Sounds great. I, I could use this. What would you just... Uh, what would you use it for, out of curiosity? A spell that lets you see far away, but you need an eye, and the eye can float out. Oh, that sounds interesting. Um, I might be interested in that spell when you when you figure it out, but uh, how, how much is this, uh, this little guy worth? 150 gold coins! You got a deal. And sold. You Tough make, negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> you make the coins, uh, and um, you, uh, you're good to go. Also, Puck, by the way, you still have a 20 gold deposit at oh, Leaven yeah. Tinkerings. Oh, I know. As, there's plans for that. All right. As Puck leaves, you hear MIC. 
See you real soon. <laughs> oh, that's uh, fifty gold each, by the way. My first money. Oh, no, nah, uh, no. for you. Sorry, Olgrim. Olgrim, <laughs> just living off tips. <laughs> Like a single I'm mother. Stingy, so. <laughs> I've been on my foot all day. <laughs> all right, what would you guys like to do? Um, even retired, he's still fun. <sighs> I would say we go to the copper pot or whatever the hell it was. Copper right. pub. Oh, have you told us about? Yeah, this? go ahead and I, tell him about it. <clears throat> Our. Uh, Conciliator friends. You wait till Olgrim leaves the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look over suspicious. Hand over your pin. <laughs> Just eyeball him until he gets back behind the counter. Our uh, conciliator friends uh, turned us on to uh, somebody who may be able to provide some information and may be able to help us. His name's Rill. Uh, he's uh, a uh, riddle. Riddle. What? What kind of riddle? The good kind. Um, he's at the Copper Pub. Were you able to solve it? <laughs> Not yet. I could help. We'll get on that. <laughs> um, I'm good at riddles. <laughs> Can we get some pudding for the old man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, heat. please. It's, and some for me, too. It's, it's pudding on tap. <laughs> and it plops out. Uh, it my soft serve. <laughs> Olgrim knows just how I like it. It's in the uh, Rivergate district. We should stop this, by this there. This new guy uh, likes you. We've we've never even seen him. <clears throat> yes. Uh, how come he doesn't talk to us? Um, uh, maybe he doesn't like you. I don't know. I'm very likable. That's not true. <laughs> Offensive spells are cast around the hand. <laughs> all of a sudden, stone armor and all this. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's go. I'm ready. I'm very popular with the conciliators. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bet you are. You guys head out. Do you walk uh, through the, the city? Does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, evening time, dinner time. As you make your way into the Rivergate District, I believe I said was the name. Now that we all make some more money, you want to move to a different inn? Puck uh, <laughs> will never Keep leave. Will never it's not even leave. in the party, and I'm getting this. Puck will never leave Middlehawks. All right. We love you. Unless Olgrim uh, actually dies. All right. So Rivergate He's District is a uh, much more uh, nicer neighborhood. It's more of a suburban style neighborhood. So you're slightly wealthier, not noble district, but just slightly wealthier uh, 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 people. It's got uh, lots of homes. The shops are very basic, nothing interesting. And uh, th there's a couple small little uh, places of grass and trees for parks. Uh, and you guys make your way there. You've never really been through here before, I don't think. Uh, pre pretty dull for your adventuring styles, but you come across a large inn called the Copper Pub. Inside, the place is packed. This place is happening, and it's got like 30 tables with oops, five or six oops, people oops, 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 at each oops. table. 
There's a guy who's they got a little stage. There's a guy on there who's juggling like a fool. There's another guy there going to town on a loot. You've got waiters that are kind of singing along with different songs. And it's just an intense but fun experience as you come in. And there is a uh, waitress who comes over and says, come here, sit, sit, sit. And she sits you down at a table with uh, two ladies that um, there's just not enough room to you guys have your own table. Sit you down. Order around can, the drinks. Can we get one fine ale and two regular ales? Of, of course. And she goes and gets the drinks. That's kind of you, Puck. Thank you. You're welcome. Respecting your elders. It's just, <laughs> I lost... I lost what do you guys among- want? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not like the more grim Middlehawks Tavern. This is this is more of the uh, a loud Applebee's, if you will. Was um, that, was that called <laughs> the Grim Middlehawks? Yes, Grim Middlehawks. <laughs> Soon to be Grim's Middlehawks. <clears throat> and she brings you over your drinks. Um, I tip her. A gold. A gold? Yeah. A gold. A gold. This guy. And I'm going to ask her a question. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. 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 He's going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) The gold in your arms. (laughs) I have several questions then. Um, A couple weeks of wages right there. um, We're looking for... um, uh, a friend of a friend. His name is Rill. You happen to know? I, I was I was told he's staying here. Do you happen to know where he might be? Uh, yes, I do. He's uh, upstairs. Has one of the uh, rooms on the uh, second one on the right hand hall. Um, but you can find him right now there. And she points to the stage and she's pointing at the guy playing the lute. All right. This guy is a halfling. He is going to town, uh, playing and uh, working with the juggler and timing the notes as the balls go. People are still, some of the waiters are singing along in this famous old tune. And everyone's having a great, and it's very loud still in here. Lots of talking and laughing. Very positive atmosphere and vibe. We're here to see the talent? Uh, Supposedly he is uh, some, you know, help us with our... uh, with our problem, I'm being a little circumspect since there's a couple, couple strangers sitting at the table with us. All right, there's a lady, the two ladies there. One of them says, "Is this your first time here?" Aye. You have to try the mutton. Oh, you gotta try the mutton. Sounds great. They order mutton for you. It was very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Wary always, Elvon. <laughs> Put down the mutton. <laughs> what, what makes the mutton so good? Oh, you've got to taste it to find out. <laughs> Okay. I'm excited. Another one rolls her eyes at her friend. Um, you guys have some food. It is tasty. The drinks are good. And you guys have been there for 30, 40 minutes. Uh, what's your plan of attack? I'm going to wait for Rill to, I guess, end his set. And then... Um... Buck will return the favor and buy the ladies some drinks. All right. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion roll, Pug. Uh, um, ba, 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 ten. Eh, they take the drinks. Um, hmm. they don't respond too well. Yeah, but take the drinks. The set is ended, and the juggler is breaking off into a solo song. The uh, lute player guy, Rill, 
uh, hops off easily off the stage and makes his way between the tables and heads over to the bar and gets his free drink at the bar and is standing there. Um, can Elmon like make his eye like like kind of like is he looking kind of Elmon's way? Can Elmon? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. The Elmon will kind of like wave in a friendly way if he can muster that and uh, <laughs> and like kind of kind of beckon him <laughs> over. All right, he comes on over to your table, uh, throwing on a a smile for his audience. And the two women interrupt anything you're about to say and say to the guy, oh, that song was so lovely. It was so great. And while Rill is at some point looking, paying attention, Elmon will like very briefly flash the the, the Lothian pin, um, just kind of like sleight of hand-ish, expecting the halfling to, to be able to catch that um, and offer to buy Rill a drink. If he's willing to sit and have a conversation. Say it, say him. it. You're talking with the ladies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what he's best at. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'd love to have you uh, join us for a drink whenever the you're free. Ladies. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me. Because uh, I'm talking to Rill. Talking to Rill. He's talking oh, to Rill. He's talking, he's talking to over Rill. the ladies to Rill. Oh, yeah. okay. Ignoring the ladies. <laughs> talking to Rill. Sorry, say it again. We'd love to buy you a drink and have some conversation with you. We uh, imagine you're a man in the know, a halfling in the know. <laughs> You'll have to speak up! <laughs> it's a little loud! The lady will say, uh... <laughs> Can we go back to the middle hawks now? <laughs> the ladies uh, bring over a chair and make room for real for you to join. Oh, thank you, thank you. And who are you? Uh, I am Elmon Yabel. Hundu. This is Avius Katorum. Hundu. I'm Puck the Goblin. Hundu. I'm called Vine, and this is Iting. Do you need? Do you need a? Do you need a drink, Bard? Oh, that would be fine. What's what's your pleasure? Oh, an ale, a wine, something, something sweet. Okay. A uh, puckle like scampers off and gets a drink. Yep. A fine ale. All right. Uh, he speaks out and is. I don't do requests so late in the evening. What brings you here? We uh. Heard you may have some, some information that might be of assistance to us. Perhaps. <clears throat> Not place to talk about it. Well, it is. Are you going to be playing again soon? Uh, One of the ladies asks. Later. Yes. Perhaps Good evening. Perhaps we could speak uh, someplace more privately, or you can meet us at the Middlehawks at another time. I have a room upstairs. We could meet there. Very well. Well, very well then. I'll be on my way. I'll Aww. take the drink yeah, to the room. Yeah, don't forget. Goodbye, all, Hondu. And who's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> Hondu? Avius <laughs> <laughs> is uh, just kind of staring out in the space. Have, have you found the Riddler man you've been looking for yet? 
Oh, uh, what? not 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 yet. No, let's. Uh, but I I think he may be upstairs. Let's. Uh. Oh, very good. Uh, that's excellent. Because uh, we're here, so let's go upstairs. Indeed. All right, you guys head upstairs. Really, yeah. you had something? Uh, uh, he doesn't egress off of the table. He literally walks on the table like this were a stage. So he's from his chair, walks across the walks table, again. and then off to a chair, then off to the ground. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Apparently been performing on tabletops before. <laughs> <laughs> you, Rill, go upstairs and find these three strangers uh, outside your door. And Elf, a weird-looking goblin with a smile, and a old, creepy wizard with an even creepier smile. In his robe open. <laughs> Standing proudly. Yes, yes, come in, come in. Please, seats. Oh, I'm sorry, not that one, that one's mine. <laughs> Inside is a room, this is not just a normal rented room, this one's been rented for quite some time, uh, and looks a little different. What are some of the lavishings in your room that set it apart? Uh, it probably looks more like a dollhouse than anything. It's <laughs> a massive room, tiny bed, tiny... <laughs> chairs and whatnot. Probably one large chair for someone, a visitor. Uh, lots of uh, feathered items. Okay. Uh, not like boa type stuff, but uh, like for example, his hat would be uh, a black raven style, the kind of slicked back black raven, along with a cloak that would adorn that. Uh, but everything's very colorful as he's a performer. Puck takes the big chair. (laughs) (laughs) His feet dangling off. (laughs) I guess I'll stand. You can take one of these first grader chairs. Yeah, no. I'll I'll remain standing. (laughs) I have a train set. (laughs) Avius tries to make himself comfortable on Rill's bed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, I've been performing a while. I know where this goes. <laughs> He's going to make it awkward. He sullenly puts the loot down. <laughs> starts a sad dirge. <laughs> a new gig? Oh. <laughs> Halflings don't cry. Halflings don't cry. Just think of the loot. <laughs> Uh, I feel terrible saying. <laughs> Is this a pinball machine? Uh, <laughs> Mark. Pinball. Pinball. Uh, um, you got here very quick. Uh, uh, oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, well. Sure. Uh, sure. We're quick. And you. We're quick people. Uh huh. Well, your timing couldn't be better. We're adventurers, so we're quick. You were were talking about timing? Your timing couldn't be better. Why's Uh, that? Well, there's... You know of the cult. Yes. The cult of chaos? Mm Mm-hmm. We have had dealings with them. Well, I... I... I I know, uh... I know some ways to... To... Uh... Gain monies... If such a thing interests you, um, but uh, uh, we have some people we have to visit and um, take care of. Take take care of like like it makes like a 
the gun shooting symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a throat cutting. Throat, throat cutting. cutting. There, there is a, a a party, a gathering that is supposed to take place, um, and these individuals are to attend. But for my purposes, I would like to go in their place. That can be arranged, uh, I believe. Well, and what are your purposes uh, at at this party? They they have they have some information I need. And this would be the best way to get it. Subterfuge to this point has not been our strong suit. <clears throat> it, it would it would have to be. <clears throat> you would have to be oh, very, very careful. You can convince the old man. With with your words and your actions, they'll be watching. They're always watching. Who, who, who's, who's watching? The, the, the cult of a... Uh, Avius is just kind of looking around the room. <laughs> uh, yes? Uh, what's happening again? We're going to a party, yes? Uh, no, no, not not straight away. Uh, we have to find these individuals first. Where, do you know where they're at? Well, that's that's where I need your help, too. I, 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 I have names, but I don't know where they're at. They, they, they could be in the city. They, 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 they could be outside the city. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, what are their names? Um, um, I, I will, I will try to remember. <laughs> As he looks at his paper, I, I have them, I have them written down. Oh, is, it's very good. I, I, I write down many things. Oh, let's see here. I'm writing a memoir. Oh, that's very nice. Maybe we could it's collaborate. Not, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the names uh, B- Baelish Baelish and 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 Kohler but I don't know how to spell that Kohler you say very important we find them and quickly too uh, the party is in just a few days where is this uh party it's it, it's it's in one of the districts I, I I would know but I would have to look further in in my papers well, I just, well, we, we've... Fine, I'll look. <laughs> <laughs> we've been known to attend uh, parties around this, the, the city, um, so it's it's not uh, unfeasible for us to uh, show up at one. Uh, it, it's in the uh, this district, Rivergate. <clears throat> it, it happens to be in this district. Uh, what more can you tell us about this Baelish and Collier? I don't know m- much about them. I know next to nothing about them, really. Uh, they uh, are part of the cult. Uh, but it is important that we take their place. Uh, and you, quickly, too. Do you... Uh, yes, you're very slow to speak. How do you know they're part of the uh, the, the cult? The the cult. I have, I, have, I have contacts. I have people I speak with. Hmm. Will you be able to assist me? Elman, uh, do you do... Do we trust? Do we trust? Of course you trust me. Do we trust anybody? Do we well, trust I, each other? I mean, I don't trust Puck, but everyone else. <laughs> You're an elf. I mean, I give both them like a look like, do I? <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, think I th- he didn't say you were an elf. The conciliators have been... Are those ears real? They've done. Above. <laughs> <laughs> They've... A small halfling hand starts to slowly reach out. <laughs> Smack down. Oh. 
Uh, I don't mean to offend. Been above board to this They've point. They're really quite attractive. Yeah. I say let's let's help this little let's help, let's help this little guy. Yes. You guys are the same size. Oh, probably smaller. <laughs> I don't know. You can have a small off. Small yeah. Off. Small off. <laughs> Two foot ten. Wow, I'm you shy. are small. You are small. Yeah. I am just a little bit taller than you. At three foot. Do you guys want to stand up against the wall and we'll back to back. mark it? <laughs> I mark this. <laughs> Be much lower. <laughs> That's right. Histogram, baby. And across the room. <laughs> Amy, she stands up and parts his robe. I'm uh, not quite sure where to start the search. I think the goblin wins. <laughs> Maybe now you con- will maybe your your contact <clears throat> or or our p- priest friend maybe well, uh, perhaps uh, uh mr abenar he, he he goes to parties he has parties uh, he, if there's people and parties um uh, ma- uh El- that's malil uh elman malil abenar uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that constant Elmon confused look. <laughs> He's Elmon on is pause. Still doing the quadratic equation. In his head. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe he would uh, recognize the names. Huh? Maybe. Yeah, we can definitely start to ask around. We will we will search and see if we can get information on this. Uh, Baelish and Kalir. When, when is the uh, festivity? Just a few days' time. Uh, can you can you make that a a, a, a number? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I have previous arrangements. <laughs> oh, that would be a three days. Three. Yes, very good. Uh, three. That's correct, yes? Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I remember Tuesday for some reason. It must be your party. <laughs> I, I, I would like to go with you. Yes. It, it is very important that I that I watch them. Um, that I see them. Uh, see what they do. Uh, four people what they taking know. the place of 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 two. No, 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 no. That won't work at all. I, I, I would go as as one. And, and one of you... You're a half, uh, really. Uh, maybe you and Puck can... Uh, yes, yes. Uh, but they 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 are going to a party, and, and I don't believe anyone knows that they are who they are. So this plan could work. They could be anybody. Well, I, I, yes. I mean, I, I'm honored. Um, I would well, love be, to accompany you. Yes. Let's, let's, uh, let's find these guys before we start making plans. I like the way he thinks. Uh, uh, what should I wear? Is this a black robe affair, or, um... It's a cult. They're all robes. You might want to go buy a new robe. <laughs> <clears throat> this one is broken in. It's comfortable. I- I'm sure it would be fine, but, uh, the, uh, one of you is all that is needed. Creepy. <laughs> Very creepy. Uh, uh, uh He's, he's still, he's just speaking in low tones, even though he's in the room. We need to find these guys before we start making plans. We don't even know what we're dealing with yet. 
real we have some some contacts around the city um we're, we need to go visit them um i'm sure you're a busy man but another man i'm a halfling <laughs> i'm sure you're a busy little creature but um that's better <laughs> yes uh and I know I'm going to regret saying this, but... I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come with us? And with that, he grabs his hat, sash, and cloak, and is ready to go. All right. He's, uh, are you armed in any way? Yeah, it's just about Yes. Right what is your weapon of choice? Uh, it is a rapier. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is it rapier? magical? And Elmon, do you have yours still? <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you hand yourself with that, little guy? Well, it's, it's fine for uh, a tight space. Very good. We'd, we're probably going to need it. Well, I... We tend to, tend to attract trouble. And tight spaces. Oh, trouble. Then I better bring this. And he grabs his loot. Any uh, protection? Armor? Shield? Uh, nothing. Just his right. cloak. <laughs> okay. Where would you guys like to go? We're going to go visit Malil, I suppose? Yeah. Is that what we were going to do? It's around 8 p.m. right now. Uh, okay. It's not too late. Not too late, yeah. Well, Malil, he's one of those wake up at noon type yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, he's an eccentric. He'll yeah. be up. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, this way. Off we go. You guys head out. You leave the Rivergate uh, district and skip on over to Old Town, which isn't too far away, and go to the nicer part of that district and cross a small bridge and head over towards Malil's uh, manor. You hear an ominous tick-tock as we cross Mm. the bridge. (laughs) And you... Better not to look. (laughs) And you see there's a small little uh, gatehouse oh. with the little gate okay. uh, right there. Okay. And inside is a guard huh. who you've never seen oh, before. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up and the guard sees you and he kind of gets up from his little stool. Maybe it's just kind of, it keeps, you know, this is old hat for him. So he's not even noticing that there's a new guard. Oh, he's just going to open the gate and go right on through? Yeah, he's just, we're friends. All right, he says, hold, hold, hold there, hold there. Uh, no, yes, yes, uh, j- Jorn, yes, uh, it's me. Uh, he, opens, he, opens, <laughs> he comes out of the gate. That's not Jorn. And he puts a hand on your shoulder to stop you, Avius, not realizing the horrific magical power contained within those little <laughs> brittle bones of yours. Avius just stops. <laughs> uh, part of, oh, uh, uh, Jorn, you have two eyes. Uh, <laughs> how did you do that? He says, I'm not Jordan. Uh, you can't just come through here. Who are you? Wait, wait, you're, you're not, uh, are we at, are we, we're at Malil's, yes? This is Malil's estate, yes, Jordan. And then how come you aren't Jordan? <laughs> that logic does not work with Avius. <laughs> uh, Jordan's no longer employed here. He's not? No, he quit a couple weeks back. He committed suicide. <laughs> Do you, do you, did he did he leave a forwarding address? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, no. <laughs> Something about the stress of the job getting to him. Oh, I mean, it seems quite simple. He sits in this little house and, um... Uh, tortures, tortures goblins. Oh, uh, 
I know none of those. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm Avius, uh, Avius Catorum. Oh, yes, yes please, yes, come yes. right this way. Yes, you, thank you. You've yes. heard of him? I have. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> come right in. No good will come of this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, yes. And, and I'm sorry, I didn't catch uh, your name. Uh, I'm Otto. Uh, mm. <laughs> You're disappointed in this day. Sure it is. <laughs> New George. <laughs> but my name is New George. <laughs> Just test me, punk. <laughs> oh. Did they did they teach you how the the bells work? <laughs> He said, yes, there's a system behind the, you know the bells. Oh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Maybe we should hire you. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> you uh, are brought into Malil's estate. Uh, Burns is there. Hello. Yeah, Burns, yes. Um. Uh, yes, um, yes, uh, sorry. Uh, uh Avius, yes, you recognize me, yes, um. Uh, Moniel, please. Of course. And he looks and sees Puck, he looks and sees Elmon, he looks and sees someone he's never seen before, a halfling with a loot. Hello! Uh, <laughs> another one. And <laughs> steps inside and leaves the door open for you to come in, closes the door behind you, takes you over to the study just off of the main entrance. I really know the inside of this house way too well. Mm -hmm. I know, like, every room. It's freakish. It's gonna be the boss zone. Oh, jeez. We're going to own this place. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> Need to hire a new guard. <laughs> Pay exorbitantly so that he's there. Being tormented. I know just the right guy. <laughs> uh, you are um, brought into the study. Avius Catorum and friends. Meal! Beautiful Meal. home! Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Meal! Uh, <laughs> So good to see you. Oh, hello. How have you been? Wonderful. What brings you three four by? Uh, oh, there's uh, one, two, three. Oh, yes, uh, four. Um, Malil, this is Rill, a friend of ours. Promptly stands on a table. <laughs> hello. Th that's very expensive table. I paid quite a fortune for that. Would you mind getting down? Steps on it a bit. <laughs> it is very fine. Where's Olgram? You should be taking this man off of there. <laughs> oh, uh... Well, yes, we can, uh, he's around, um, but, uh, we, uh, there's a, do you know of any parties happening, uh, in the city, uh, in a few days? Uh, no, not, I, the next party I know of is in two weeks. Oh, that's, that's not the one. Um, it's in Rivergate. Have you, have you, do you know? I don't tend to go down to Rivergate. I stay on this edge of Old Town, and every chance I get, up to the Nobles' Quarter. <laughs> That's about it. Well, Except for a rare trip down to Midtown to see my friend. Oh, you're too kind, too kind. Uh, Malil, we were uh, actually looking for a couple people, and we know that they are partygoers, and... We were hoping that ye, their names might be familiar to you. Give me the names. Maybe uh, I know. I know many, many important people. Baelish and Collier. 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 Uh, 
Kohler? Kohler. 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 And these are the hosts of the party. Uh, no, no, I, I believe they're guests. I don't know who is who is your host of the party. Perhaps I know him or her. Um, um, uh, Riddle. Um, do Riddle. Riddle. Do, do, do this. Do you have that in your uh, notes? Oh yeah, yes. Just keep that sheet out. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, the name is Gastor. Gastor. That name I do know. What's the tone of that? The tone is wariness, which you don't normally see with Malil. <clears throat> a party in, in just a few days. I have not been invited to any party of guest stores, nor would I likely attend. Is he a bad guy? I'm not one to judge or characterize along those lines. That's a yes. It's kind of business for us. <clears throat> uh, not that we, uh, <clears throat> not that we are uh, uh, working for uh, uh, anyone else per se. Uh, not that kind of, of business. You are a terrible liar. <laughs> 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 the new guy speaks the truth. No, 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 no Our allegiance and 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 gratitude is. Is with the house uh, Will gets Avenor. closer to Avius to look at his face. This is a uh, uh, this is not so much a business job as uh, just uh, think of it as um, a civic duty uh, of sorts. Uh, any anyway, um, yes. W- w- what do you know? Uh, judgment or no? It, it's, it's, you're among friends. What do you know of of this? Uh, um, Gastor. Gastor, he cares only for himself. He likes things very by the numbers, very orderly, and he wants money flowing into his coffers as much as he can. What kind of uh, business? He helps acquire those from faraway lands do work against their will under the city. He is a slaver. And when he's not slaving, he's stealing their belongings and selling those interesting artifacts. And that's how I've come to know him and uh, accidentally acquired a piece from his domain and promptly returned it and brought it into the city guard, which did nothing because he has several of them underneath his thumb. I would strongly recommend you do not work for this Gastur. Is he known as a slaver? That seems... He is known as a collector of antiquities, uh, not too much unlike myself, which makes me all the more offended for where I I know from where he gets oh. his item. Yes. Uh, we uh, won't be working for him, if anything. <clears throat> Our business with him will... Um, we're just, we're doing some investigation. Benefit to what he does. Well, then you have my full support. Thank you. Um, he has a place in uh, Rivergate. Yes, yes, yes. That's where uh, the party is. Uh, coincidentally, um, or not coincidentally. <laughs> what what type of uh, guests uh, or parties does he throw? Do you know? Uh, Again, he's focused on himself, so he doesn't have friends. He has business associates he will treat like friends. 
So you're probably looking at people not on the right side of the law, or perhaps people that are, but only in show. Perhaps some uh, legal entities he can bribe. Perhaps um, he likes to keep good company, but good company that do bad things. I'm not quite sure if that makes sense to you. It does. There are amazing nobles up in the noble quarter that are terrifying people to know. He is kind of of that ilk, but at a much lower stature down in Rivergate. Very, very interesting. Mm. Uh, so, um, would, would his parties be more uh, than uh, perhaps a surreptitious uh, business uh, meetings than parties? He, as far as I know, has no interest in fun, so it would be um, the minimal necessary to conclude business and... I'll bring my own wine then, apparently. <laughs> and keep the coins flowing in the right direction so that his coins can keep flowing back later on. There's much to know, not little time, in too little time. Do we have what we need? Uh, well, uh, as always, Malil, you've been uh, more than helpful, uh, and uh, thank you so much. Um, this information will likely benefit you uh, in the future, so, rest assured that, um, do you, do you have a cracker? <laughs> uh, Burns! And Burns comes in with a plate of crackers already. Oh. He says, that is good to hear. Then I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, thank you. And <clears throat> hey, Amius takes a handful Malia, of crackers. Malia, like, uh, I can't help, I couldn't help but notice you have a new guard. How's he working out for you? Oh, he's not as dogged and as effective as Jorn, but... Jorn was a bit of a dog. He, uh, I... Dogged, yes. A doggish? No, dogged. <laughs> okay. But Jorn had, uh, had to leave. He said he couldn't take the stress anymore, and I know we'd had some interesting events the last month or two, but I don't know why. He's a veteran of two large-scale battles, but he couldn't handle being here in the gatehouse. I thought this was a simple, easy job. Did he? It seemed seems like it, but you know he's he's kind of a weak weak soul. Ah, uh, do you know where do do you know where he went? Did he get another job? Did he did he leave the city? Uh, no, but he did ask the same thing about you, and I told him he could find you at Middlehawks. So. Oh, perfect. You're gonna pursue this man to the ends of the earth if you have to, aren't you? I think he's in an asylum, just uh, carving yeah. his name in the wall, carving Puck's name yeah. into his arm. <laughs> All right, you guys leave Malil's. <clears throat> um, the only thing Avius um, can think of. Uh, you, 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 Elman and uh, Puck, you, you uh, wouldn't know this real, but um, mm -hmm. uh, do you remember the seamstress shop mm -hmm. with yeah. the tunnels? Yeah. Yes. Um. Well, we, f we, f we found we found Mr. Grimm underneath there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh. Well, most of them we found. Uh. Anyway. Um. Do you and and do you remember uh, that that family on the on the river that uh, uh was being attacked by the Maros? Yeah. Yes. 
Well, I, I think uh, they might be the new uh, occupants of uh, that seamstress shop. Um, I would wonder if they've uh, maybe seen comings or goings or have heard anything uh, since it was a, a known um, uh, hideout or, or storefront uh, for the tunnels uh, that Chaos use. Um, Maybe in the morning we could uh, go go visit and, and take a chance. Seems like a long shot, but we have no better leads. Yeah, Elmon, I thought you were supposed to be good at long shots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys want... <laughs> Speechless. Speechless Elmon. So you guys want to part ways for now with your new friend Rill and then meet up at the seamstress in the morning. Is that correct? That seems... Yeah, unless Rill wants to slum it in the middle, huh? <laughs> There's extra rooms available if you want to come stay. There, there might be a, a conflict of voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Rill will go with you guys. Really? You're going to go to Middlehawks. Middlehawks. Avius is not quite comfortable with Rill yet. I, I don't know what to expect, but... All right. Oh, oh well, um... I have no other place to go. Uh, that, that's, that, that's bullpucky. You have the that lavish room back in the in Rivergate district. Oh, Minstrel goes where his instrument is. What about all your uh, belongings and things? I'm wearing them. That, that tiny bed? <laughs> That's not yours? Well, sure, I made it myself. And you're just going to leave it? Yes. It's just. I'm right. ready to go! We have to get up early and pursue. I get the feeling I'm not wanted. Uh, I suppose you and Puck can share uh, a bed with plenty of space. There's a, there's other room. There's it's not full up there. We gotta save money after all. Avia <laughs> <laughs> just starts walking to Middlehawks. All right, you guys head to Middlehawks. You have gotten a room at the Middlehawks Inn. Thankfully, Olgrim is gone for the night and he's resting, um, so we don't have a break in the space time continuum. <laughs> With Rill there. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> no! Get him away! Bug. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you so guys. So Olgrim doesn't stay with Puck anymore? No, he's got his own. Yeah. He's oh, earned his own room. We've. Oh, man. Currently. Uh, wow. Currently. It's a uh, separation. Yeah, they need some time apart. Currently, his oh, sword yeah. is in on the bed in his place, and like Puck still sleeps at like the like one little corner of the bed. Oh. Curling up the, next to it, slicing himself the, throughout the with night. The, with the cold indentation of a dwarf that's right next to him. Yeah. Refuses to sleep so on weird. that side. Yeah. <laughs> one of, uh, using one of uh, Olgrim's night shirts as a pillow. Oh, God. <laughs> Found some stray, stray beard hairs that he's just stroking. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, it's gross now. <laughs> <laughs> They're sewn in. <laughs> so it's some sort of Lifetime movie. This is beyond even Avius. <laughs> <laughs> we learn from the best. <laughs> And you wake up the next morning. <laughs> After that nightmare. <laughs> and what do you want to do? Ah, good morrow. Um, yes. Uh, are we ready? Um, Avius is wiping some pudding off his beard. And, um, sure. 
<laughs> you have some morning ale and some uh, hard biscuits and served, served by Nor the Dwarf Innkeeper. And what's your plan? Uh, Do we want to check this place out with the wizard mansion? Uh, We've been there once before, but... <clears throat> Like I said, smile. I think it's a long shot, but we have no 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 better leads other, at the other moment. Other than asking, uh, um, you know, some of our priest friends. Yeah. We don't have a lot of time, and we have to find two. You, and the party is in three days. Two not, days. Are they not going to be together? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe it's just just started walking out yeah. of Middlehawks uh, down the road. Where's he going? Same place I'm going. He has, he has a lead he wants walking. to follow. What's probably going to be pointless, but we should we should follow him and not hurt his feelings. You all just wander off like that? He does. <laughs> Freakishly commonly. <laughs> you walk down these uh, city streets. It's not too far to the seamstress's shop. And uh, the morning, it is cold. And there's a little bit of light lute music being played behind you as you walk down the street by real some jaunty morning tune like a yeah it's like a it's a, a thrumming as opposed to anything strumming all right just kind of just an ambient yeah new age music all right i i, I like to think sail of myself away, as like a, <laughs> like a like a like a a fantasy guitaro <laughs> guitaro that's a reference real fear master of the pan flute yeah, yes maybe has got a new swagger listening to the music all right huh? You come across the seamstress shop. You see the sign of clothing and everything from that swinging sign. That sign is gone. And outside are two large carts where there are uh, three men unloading more carts from those carts. So it's a cart shop? It is a cart shop that is being stocked up. You can hear some pounding and construction going on inside. Wait, this is some TARDIS-level thinking. Carts in the carts? They're broken down carts and wheels oh, broken, okay, and pieces bro- of it. And they're Smaller carts them. inside bigger carts. carts on, bigger on the inside. Carts. carts, carts, and carts. Carts, carts, and more carts. <laughs> so Amius uh, walks up and kind of eyeballs. You can see the gears in his mind turning slowly making sure that this is in fact where he thought it was it is indeed a big barrel chested guy comes up uh we won't be open till uh next week oh, come uh, back then no I'm, well i'm 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 here now um uh, avius <laughs> uh Katorum is is who i am and you are i don't have a name <laughs> My oh. name is Format Tools. <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me Matt. <laughs> well, uh, uh, that's n- certainly not a local name, but, uh, yeah, well, Matt, um, uh, uh, I'm just here to uh, see the new proprietor, uh, catch up uh, on a couple of things. Of That would be me. We're very busy, though. Uh, We're getting prepared. Uh, yes, um... Uh, you you don't happen? Uh, do you know uh, someone by the name of of Gannis? Mm, no, should I? Oh, hmm. do you know? Um, Fuck, uh, why are we here? Uh, 
We don't know. Did, when, how, uh, did, how, how, uh, He's confused. when did you acquire this uh, space? A week ago. And what, uh, what was it uh, before this? Uh, it was some sort of clothing shop that some squatters had taken over. Oh, uh, oh. Do you know, uh, did they relocate, or? Oh, the landlord relocated them. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, hmm. uh, uh, who, who's, the, who's the landlord? Uh, uh, let me make up a name for him as well. His name is Togan. To- Togan, oh, His yes. name is Edit File. <laughs> We shall call him Ed. <laughs> yes, uh, Togan. I, I. Yes, okay, it comes back uh, when you get to be my age and you you, you meet so many adoring fans. Uh, it's uh, the names just stay open. Um, Togan. Yes. Uh, and where is he these days? Uh, see, stay in town uh, often. He's got an office just around the road there. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, it's the one with the the purple uh curtains. Yep. Yeah. Mm, it's good. The crackers give him energy. <laughs> well, uh, uh, from Matt, uh, thank you. Uh, um, good luck. Uh, you sell carts, uh, is it? Carts, yes. Don't forget, you get the best carts at Mr. Tools. Uh, uh yeah, okay. Uh, d- two-wheel carts? Four-wheel? Only two. He looks dead serious. <laughs> he might be offended. Yeah, like how dare you? Would, There's uh, a backstory there we want to know. About. What a single wheel, uh, wheelbarrow types, or no? Just uh, no. A, no more, no less than two wheels. We're very busy. Uh, I, okay, yes, I see. Uh, come, they, come on, Evius. Uh, yes, uh, good day. Um, so we walk uh, around the corner to the shop with our the building. The right. There's a little shop the and above it's a really narrow sta- rickety staircase that goes up to a office at the second floor. You uh, climb up the stairs. It seems like they barely support the weight of the four of you. You're all in some sort of single file marching order. Avius is first. And you knock upon the door. <laughs> the door opens and there is a uh, fat guy wearing not enough clothes for this cold morning who you immediately need to make a dexterity saving throw as he tosses his piss pot out the door. Just Stevie. Just the guy who said he was in the front. <laughs> oh, Very dear. Good. What'd you oh. roll? Avius is drenched in piss. <laughs> 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 he throws it out and says, oh, he got... Oh. Oh. You got to be more careful. What do you want? Was that full? (laughs) (laughs) There's so much. There's some stuff rattling inside. He's still shaking. uh. (laughs) Kidney stones. Kidney stones. Uh, uh, Togan. Yes, Togan, it's you. Is that really my name? I guess it is. Yes. Yes, you know, I don't know you. Oh, it's been so long. Uh, You've changed a a, a little bit. Uh. Still wearing the same clothes, but not quite the same body, I see. Um, anyway, uh, I just thought I'd drop by and... Uh, the shop, the, the, the one with the carts. Uh, uh, do you do you happen to know where um, the, uh, the family who was there uh, prior uh, is now? You mean the squatters? I don't think that was their last name, but um, <laughs> I, I could be wrong. There is some faint uh, tinkling music as uh, uh, Avius's robe starts to get 
wrung out and cleaned. <laughs> you, were, you were cleaning him? With prestidigitation. All right. You are prestidigitating me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's never happened before. You're a virgin to prestidigitation. I am. I'm usually, gi- I'm usually giving, not receiving. <laughs> I'm a giver. <laughs> a few more minutes. <laughs> it's usually a year, a little urine uh, tinge to it anyway. <laughs> My spell's not working. <laughs> yeah, I know where they're at. Now they're they're in my workhouse. Oh well, that's kind of you to uh, keep them employed. Um. Why do you care? I just wanted to stop by and, and say hi. It's been a while since. Ah, he closes the door on you. Uh, Avius opens the door. Uh, all right. Make a strength roll versus strength. I got a seven. I got a minus one, 15. Oh, you shoulder the door open. And have him stumble back. He puts his foot into his chamber, empty chamber pot, and almost trips over backwards. Uh, yes. Um. So get out of here. No. Um. Uh, just let. Uh, just. Uh, where were they again? He stumbles back towards his desk and starts going through some drawers. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <clears throat> You're number two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am now migrating through all of this. <laughs> I am now number one. All right. Hold on, hold on. What is all this? Why do you bother this man? Not looking at you, but talking to the guy with his foot okay. in the pot. To- Togen. 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 You are Togen, proprietor here, holder of this uh, residence. Uh, you will address a, a very impressive man in the city. I do not know why you would risk going to jail by not being helpful. He... Puts the knife down that he would just pulled out of a drawer and says, "Go to jail." What are you talking about? These city officials, you can't just draw knives on them. Now, as an advisor, especially to you, that you would listen to what he said and and well, the the rewards of assisting an official, as you know, can be very lucrative. Maybe it's just straightening out the lapels of his. So you're in so clean. <laughs> Not no, he so cleaned you're it. Clean. Oh, I'm clean now. It. Okay, uh, make clean. Real, make a deception roll with advantage, please. Advantage. Flat surface. Yeah. With advantage, twenty-one. Wow. Yeah. The group Jeez. has someone who can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we finally have someone who's good in social situations. Yeah. <laughs> He says, I had no idea. Uh, Mr. Katorum, you said? Yes, yeah. Uh, how can I be of service? Well, as I stated... Um, uh, he puts on a robe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice robe. Uh, um, yeah, uh, but the, uh, yeah, the, welfare the, the location of the squatter uh, family, if you will. I've got a workhouse over in the Guilds District. Oh, yes, the Guilds District. Uh, We're familiar. It's just behind the foundry. Oh, uh, yes, yes, uh, the the one behind the foundry. um, And uh, they live and work there? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, Yes. Well, then, uh, I suppose that's where we uh, should be going. Um, and these are friends of yours? 
Uh, acquaintances, yes, we've, uh, worked together in the past. And so, um, we're doing a welfare check on him. Oh, all right. You can I'm- see he's been sleeping in this office. <laughs> Rill is just scribbling down, staring at him intently, and just <laughs> scribbling down. <laughs> Rill walks out the door and then goes, uh, "Just one, 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 one more one, question." One more question. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at him with his glass eye. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, you guys leave. No. Bucks. No. Already down the stairs. Oh, okay. You guys leave. He closes the door, then opens the door up as you are walking past the stairs on the ground, the street level. He calls out, I, I don't have any responsibility for the working conditions at the workshop. <laughs> and then he closes the door. <laughs> I see no responsibility claim. Thank you. And all right. <clears throat> How far away is the boundary? Uh, the guild district's probably a good 40 minute walk, 30, 40 minute walk. Hmm. This time of day? I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know. Perhaps I was wrong. Mm. Wrong? What do you mean wrong? Oh, um, about nothing. Um, maybe the other end of that tunnel, the uh, tapestry, uh, shop. Yes, remember. Um, maybe, or we could go, um, let me try and get a hold of one of the conciliators. Yeah. Another, another thing, maybe, maybe inquire at some of the inns around Gastor's, uh, manor. It's a good idea. It would be likely they, they, uh, they were probably staying closer than the other side of town. Yeah. (laughs) We have to um, question them, quite you know, ask those questions subtly, not to tip them off. Yeah, well, we can we can just dis- deceive, you know, uh, just an innkeeper, find out if he's sure. Seen that's him. been our strength so far. Eh. <laughs> we I... may, maybe we have we have a package for them, <clears throat> and we're looking for them. Mm. We could be delivery men. I have an I an idea. Uh, is it as good as this one we just finished? It's, uh, actually, I believe it's, it's quite um, uh, superior. <laughs> well, that'd be hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> what is your plan? Avius uh, leans down to Rill. Yes? And it's a trap. Quietly <laughs> whispers in Rill's ear first so that Elmon and Puck do not hear. I will kill them all. <laughs> he whispers, fireball. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> um, real. Perhaps you and I can pose as uh, um, traffickers and Puck and Elmon could be uh, the baits, uh, so to speak. <laughs> that would never work. What, you don't think so? Uh, y- you are quite influential with your your words, and of course I uh, look very uh, gallant and, and official in my robe, so... Oh, I don't doubt, but the elf would never go for it. 
I think for the greater good, they could be convinced. The greater good. Yes, the greater good. <laughs> so what's that exchange? Hot fuzz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The greater good. Sorry. I have... If it would work, if... If the elf can play along, I know you would be very distraught, Pete Chains. I've watched this about him. Does not like to be... Uh, considered less than what he is. Oh, no, he... We would not consider him less. He would be quite valuable in this uh, plot. Uh, uh, I will let you uh, talk to... You seem to have a rapport already with the elf. I'll take care of the little one. (laughs) (laughs) Roll (laughs) persuasion. I guess, okay, uh... Oh my! Very good! Uh, and Avius <laughs> walks over to Puck and kind of shuffles him over a few feet away. Okay, you pull him what, aside. What is it, wizard? Uh, uh, yes, uh, so, uh, Will and I have come up with an ingenious uh, plan. Uh, Can't uh, wait to hear it. <laughs> it's dangerous, though. Can you handle danger? It only requires uh, you to be in chains for just a day. Um, in chains, what, what? What's your plan? Uh, we will pose as um, traffickers of. Uh, You're just gonna walk up to Gaston's house and say we have some slaves for you? No, no, no let me finish. Uh, wait, what? We will. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do what? <laughs> we, we will. Uh, You'd have to put away your bow. Use no. Use the two of I you, told as, you it wouldn't as work. bait to find. Um, Elmon starts walking away at this, and, at this point. All right. Baelish. How are you good? What is your plan beyond putting us in chains and parading us through the streets? What's your plan? People do know us. They know. They know well, that we're friendly your heads, with each they other. They won't recognize you. They're gonna. They're not gonna recognize a goblin. With you inside a burgop sack, they won't recognize <laughs> you. <laughs> He holds the bloodied, kraken-eyed former sack. I'll turn it inside out. It only smells lightly of kraken. I don't like this plan. I don't think it's going to work. How about we shelve it in, in, unless we have no... Let's put a no, pin in this discussion. In unless we have nothing else to do. We'll call that plan B for now. Plan Q. <laughs> Well, and so uh, what What should we do? Elmon is ahead of the group walking down the road, I believe oh, he said. Yeah, I'm out. I heard like us being put in chains and just like, nope, and left. He's, uh, wait, where did, where did the elf go? He's too headstrong. He'd never be in chains. Well, uh, he, he was that one time. It is very dangerous. <laughs> I took care of them. It's fine. Let's go. Let's go check out some of the inns near um, Castor's house in that district and uh, see if we can come up with any leads there. Uh, do. We need a package. Um, I'll go to a trinket shop and package store. You yeah. all. All right. And just buy something cheap and have them wrap it up for all right for me. Pa- package? Not that kind of package, you pervert. We're ah. gonna we're gonna pose as a courier and uh, 
see if we can see if we can flush out where one or both of these guys are staying. Oh, oh very, very well. Uh, I don't suppose couriers run in packs of four. Um. No, we're gonna. <laughs> we can play some knifey dicey to see who uh, see who, who plays the courier. Oh no, it's gonna be my guest. Um, uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps uh, uh, two of us or three of us could uh, hold back and just observe. Real, have you heard of knifey knifey dicey? I have. It's a fun game to watch from this stage. Are you not a gambler? No. Oh. I don't gamble. All right, where are you guys doing? You got a package. Yeah, I got a package. Let's, uh, how, um, I can't, what's the name of that district? I cannot remember. Rivergate? Rivergate. Rivergate. How many, how many inns do we see, like, just... In the phone book? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you ask around, uh, there are five different inns. Uh, I want to go to, uh, we probably don't know where Gastor's house is. Um, uh, ye, uh, Rill does. Oh. Rill, what, what's the closest in to Gastor's, uh, manor? Well, we'd have to walk over there, but I, I'd say it's one of these two that might be the closest. Okay. And he uh, he points towards one called the Sleepy Serpent, and that's where you head. Okay. And when you're there, what do you, Puck? Are you leading some yeah, crazy I lead, idea? I go, I go in like I get ahead of him and, and go in holding this package. All right. And find the uh, innkeep. You walk up. It is a uh, portly lady. She says, "You're looking for a room." Ah! No, not not a room. I have I have a package. Um, Just leave it on the counter. Well, it's not. It's it's for <laughs> one of your guests. Avius is across the street, watching. I've been the instructed front to hand it hand it to uh, hand it to them personally. Uh, put it on the counter. Who's it for? It's for uh, uh, Baelish. I don't have anyone on here for that name. Are you sure? Is this where I was sent? I'm sure. <laughs> Gremlin. So I'm, I'm a goblin. My name is Puck. What's your name? Uh, why don't you take your package and go, you little beast? Okay. I leave. All right. Um, I go up the rest of the group. The, the, uh, there was no Baelish uh, staying here. We'll go asking uh, for Kohler. <laughs> Another package. <laughs> Why don't you, here, you take the package, the package and you go ask for him? Uh, yes. Uh, well, then I will. <laughs> and Navius grabs the package. W- what's the next in? What's the other in? Oh, the other one is the fascinated blossom. Okay. Wow. Um. <laughs> After <laughs> you guys Avia strikes ahead. out, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and go in there, so I'm already there for when you have to come in, Puck, because I know Avius is gonna strike out. All on right, the... so Avius walks in. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> um, hello. You're going into the first one. Yes. Okay. Uh, the lady there. Did you see that little monster on your way in? No, no, no. Oh, what? the smell! The smell! Oh. 
Oh my! Oh. Good bath this to morning. To the urine drenched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not urine drenched anymore. Oh, that well, sounds. It's uh, been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You have to constantly concentrate on the continent yeah, spell. spell for me to hold my bladder. Oops, it broke. <laughs> Distracted. Distracted. Incontinence. Um, no, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm, but it uh, sounds like I uh, didn't miss anything. Um, uh, anyway, um, I'm here to deliver uh, package. <laughs> She sees the duplicate-looking package in her hands. Make a deception roll, and let's well, absolutely disadvantage the hell out of that no, roll. Hold on. <laughs> Press the digitation to change the color okay, all of right. the package. All right, it's a different color before you came in. Yep. Or as you're talking. <laughs> I hold it behind my back and bring it back out. It's green. Totally different. All right, disadvantaged deception, Still please. disadvantaged? Oh, yes. And 11. Is this some sort of game? Uh, uh, sorry? This is the second package delivered in as many minutes. Wow. I, that's certainly probably Let's not. see what's so important about this package. Oh, but it's not for you, uh, my Give dear. it here. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, is, uh, co- uh. Cool. It's Kohler. Uh, <laughs> he he, he whispered. back out the door. Kohler! See? Oh. <laughs> you shake the box and Puck starts talking from inside. Kohler! <laughs> she wow. says, yes, there's a Kohler here. Leave the package right here. Oh, um, <clears throat> I have um, instructions to uh, hand deliver. Uh, COD. That's, that's my name. I'm Kohler. Uh, oh, uh, pardon. I... Uh, did not realize. Well, then uh, here you go. Uh, and as I said, it's the COD. <laughs> she hands you two copper. Want to add that to your character sheet? Uh, I still stand there with my hand. She is tearing open the package. Right. She opens it up. And what does she find inside that you bought, Puck? Um... One Question. sword of vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> One puck. <laughs> um, it's just like a little, like a little trinket, like a um, snow globe. Snow globe. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, and what? May I see? Uh, I'm curious. It was delivered with such uh, importance. No, my eyes only. She slams it closed and says, "Good day." Oh yes, yes, it is. I said, "My eyes only." You have beautiful eyes. Yes. Yeah, oh, well, uh, nice. Yes, good day. Mm. You leave. You join your friends. He's packageless. Oh, well, um... You found someone. That worked? <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm Avius Katorum. Uh, Kohler is the proprietor of, uh, of the... She uh, was not a big fan of me. Well, I, that's... I, I don't know why. That's news. Fuck. Um... <laughs> well, we found one of them. We've, yes, we did. Um, uh, oh, what's next? Maybe, uh, maybe. Where's Where's Elmon? He uh he left to go to another inn down oh, the road. Okay, well, I'm one. If Kohler is uh, the proprietor of this inn, uh, perhaps uh, be, 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 
Baelish. Baelish is um another in proprietor. You know, uh, that could uh, people coming in, uh, but not leaving could you know, be a way that they get slaves for slavers. Mm, I see. I see. That's that's not a bad idea. It does also suggest that surprisingly, maybe Kohler doesn't know Baelish. Oh, I mean, if she didn't seem familiar with the name. Yes. Well, we shall see. Uh, Do you have any more trinkets, Puck? Um, (laughs) another package. Yeah, we can go get another package. You get another package. It's afternoon, and you're heading towards the second inn. Yeah. By the name of Fascinated... The Fascinated Blossom. 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 Fascinated Blossom. Oh, yeah. Well, Elwan's been there for a while now at this point. Okay. Um, You've been scoping out the place? Yeah. Um, you know, just listening... Bow-drawn. Um, yeah. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> um, just listening, trying to catch any hints of anything, listening for people's names. I'm assuming I haven't heard anything, but... Uh, you have not heard anything. Um, just some normal milling about, some lunch being served to a couple people, and then you wait way too long, and then finally in comes UPS delivery man Puck with a box. Yep, it's what a long green skinny dude for box. you. Long skinny box. Yeah. Um, and I go up to the innkeep. All right. Uh, it is a uh, older woman, an elderlyish woman. He says, uh, lunch or room? Good, sir. Well, I'll take some lunch, but uh, before that, I have a, I'm, a, I'm a, a courier and I have a package for one of your guests, I believe, or somebody at least um, here. Um, it's for uh, uh, Baelish. Baelish! And you hear, I'm coming, coming from the kitchen. Okay. And out from the kitchen comes a heavy set young punkish kid, like 18, 19 years old. I guess pretty decent age in medievalish times, but uh, he comes out, uh, dirty as all heck, very dirty apron, uh, and uh, walks up and says, What is it? I have, I have a package for you, sir. What? Yeah. I don't, I don't know who it's from, but uh, I was told to. To, to bring it here. He looks up at uh, the old lady. She says, yeah, go ahead. It's your package. I hand, I hand it off. All right. He grabs it and starts to open it. Oh, there's I'm a, terrified uh, to know how many snakes are inside. Uh, there's, there's, there's a single uh, red rose and uh, a uh, uh, folded piece of paper. All right. And on that paper, he is... hands the paper to the elderly woman, and she reads it aloud for him as he does not read. <laughs> and what does she say out uh, loud? It says, uh, uh, "Meet me at the Sleepy Serpent." Meet uh, me at the Sleepy Serpent. Signed with a K. Signed K. Who do you know is a K? I I don't know any Ks. I don't know. You've got some admirer. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet she's a, she's a cutie. <laughs> I don't know any about this. He looks confused, but also has kind of this underlying smile. You've made his day, Puck. So about about Sweet till we murder him. <laughs> <laughs> about about that lunch. So yeah, I guess we're gonna kind of post about 
Okay. Um, it's nighttime, and he leaves uh, once a couple hours after uh, night falls. Hunter's mark. Your hunter's marking him. Yes. Mm. Nice. Does he have a flower with him? Uh, he absolutely does. Mm. <laughs> you should hunter mark the goblin. <laughs> Always know where he's at. Oh, I know where the goblin is. <laughs> and he uh, heads out and walks down the road and is making his way through the... Is there any point where he's alone? In a... Like... Where I could abduct him quietly, I guess. Yeah, there's many opportunities. Okay. Many opportunities. All right, you are able to get close, walk up to him, and what do you do? You're behind him. There's alleys. There's there's crates and things to block on the main road. How do you want to handle this? Um, I'm basically just going to straight snatch him. I'm going to come up behind him, cuff him by his... Uh, actually, <laughs> what I'm going to do is in front of him, I'm going to cast Silence. Okay. And then, <laughs> as he walks into the Silence... The Cone of Silence. I am going to grab him, get his mouth covered, and drag him into the alley. All right. Um, so that he can make no noise while that's occurring. Sweet. You cast your new spell, Silence, in front of him. He walks in, takes a couple steps, and then stops and kind of steps in motion. And while he's doing that, you come from behind and grab him and pull him into an alley. You don't need to make any roll. He is not in, in any way able to resist you. And you pull him in there and have him uh, pinned in some sort of way on the ground against a wall. Yeah, and get him so he's literally just outside of the, like, silence. So that if he, like, yells or something, I can basically sure. just, like, grab him by his hair and shove him back back, okay. back back in and keep him quiet. You've got like, him there. Probably freak him out a little pucks, bit. Uh, pucks with Elmon. Okay. <clears throat> and where are you guys? Maybe it's... Uh, no, I'm with you. You want to participate uh, in your first official... First official... Four interrogation? <laughs> <laughs> they always end well. <laughs> always. Especially when Elmon's at the home. <clears throat> what do you want? I don't have much money, man. Shh. Man? I don't have much money. Quiet. Quiet. Who's caller? Uh, he's a guy I'm supposed to meet. Uh, oh, this worked. <laughs> of course it works. <laughs> it always works. When and where he is now. reaching down towards his belt. I'm gonna wait until he actually like. I assume he's reaching to his belt. <laughs> Um, excited, real is excited. Once he gets a hold of, he has reached into his very, very small pouch, and I will punch him as hard as I can in the face. Oh. He doesn't have many hit points to begin with. That's okay. <laughs> One. <laughs> Whatever he has, he will have left. All right, he is hurt, ah! and he drops the three copper coins he was pulling out of his pouch. They clatter to the alley floor loudly. You punch them in coin drops? Woohoo! <laughs> this should be a concept for entertainment. <laughs> I'm supposed to meet him uh, at, outside a outside a place. What place? Um, he gives an address which matches the one you know, Will, as Gastur's home. Mm, and when were you supposed to meet him? 
in uh, two nights from now. For what? Uh, there's a there's uh I'm supposed to meet uh, Arise and tell her I'm from the group, and I'm not supposed to talk about the group, and then she'll let me know what uh what the next next uh time to get together is. And, and there's, there's, uh, going to be some sort of celebration and I'm not supposed to talk about anything, uh, to anyone there only to, only to her. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, we know all that. You're doing a great where, job. Where is Cooler now? Baelish. Cooler, where is he now? I don't know. He's supposed to meet me on the corner, uh, uh, next to, uh, the, uh, the address and, uh, he has, uh, um, uh, he's supposed to know what I look like, and... Do you know what he looks like? No. Everything's very... What were you not supposed to talk about? Did... Did I mess up? You're doing fine. You're doing great, Baelish. You're doing great. Just keep on talking and everything's gonna be all right. But you don't know where Kohler is. No, I've never met him. I need to find Kohler. And what are you doing with the group? He's... I will tell you more. I'm not asking you, I'm asking him. <laughs> it's, uh... To meet people, to get to, uh, make, make some, some changes. To, uh, to, 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 to... to get a little uh, of of break out of my shell they said what have you what have you been doing with He's this a new group recruit. so far nothing this is my first time how'd you meet this group i there's someone reached out to me a guy uh, i don't know his name and he talked and he said there were people that kind of uh, thought like I did, and what do you mean by that? People that are 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 tired of of the rules and want to um, want, and want to make something of themselves more than just uh, obeying all the time. Where did this where did this man where did you meet this man? Uh, at the at the inn. He found you. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 nine ten days ago. I didn't do anything. I was just, I won't meet anyone. Stick his head back into the cone, the uh, circle of silence. He is revealing critical secrets (laughs) in silence. Um, I don't think he deserves to suffer. We could send him away. I, he could travel far. He doesn't seem to know anything. I kind of agree. I don't think he's earned anything worthy of death to this point but he does need to go away and we need to make sure he does we need to find cooler and him fast we don't have much time <clears throat> could we uh employ our old friend and maybe uh keep him stashed in a room at uh the middle hawks we can get him out of town give him a couple coin and 
send him on his way. How do we know he won't come back? You hear in the distance a bell ring, a but not a guard bell, like an old church bell. How far away? Pretty far. I mean, we could stash him at the end for a couple days. That's all we need is a couple and days. And then send him away. The bell rings a second time, and it is louder. Or this could get messy right now, and we could have to just... No, 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 no. no. I'm for him sending away. <clears throat> we Far less blood, less Problem problems. Is- the bell rings a third time, and it is incredibly loud and closer. I let the silence drop at right. the same time I so that it's not like they don't ring the bell and not hear it sort okay. of situation. And and I'll just stay at home, he finishes. And then, I, and then I cover his mouth and I start walking in the opposite direction of the bell down down the alley. Okay. Um and just kind of have a comradishly type arm around him. Just happens to be covering his mouth completely. Um, just, just walk with me and you're going to be okay. Try and give him a little reassuring. All right. You know, (laughs) you're walking down the alley and there is a fourth bell and it is all encompassing around you and almost deafening. And you almost drop to your knees with the amazing intensity of this bell. bell It's as though there's a giant metal church bell that's right over your head that someone has just hit with a massive hammer and you're just stunned by this sound. Uh, The alleyway around you, Elmon, um, gets a little darker and then gets a little darker. And then you can see you're like in this uh, back mini uh, back alley courtyard type thing. It's just Mm -hmm. a dumpy kind of a place. Some crappy little homemade garden, some branching alleyways. And the uh, alley continues off on the other side of it. It's like a a spoke, if you will, of four different directions. And on each of the alleyways, uh, a whitish mist starts to drift in. I, what did you do? He says, I didn't do anything, mister. What is this? You see multiple shadowy figures on each of these four areas, these four alleys, just in the mist. You should send him away. Are uh, um, Real and Puxy in this? Yes. And Avius. Where were you? Thought you were there, no? I think Avius was hanging back. Okay. Just being a junk bum on a street corner, still kind of staking out the two ends. So, yes, Rill and Puck, you see this. You're not too far away from Elmon. Uh, not thrilled about seeing any of this. Uh, Rill will attempt to hide. Okay. You attempt to hide in the darkness. As soon as you do that, Rill, you hear a uh, someone speak to uh, you from the uh, misty alleyway where you guys originally came from that leads out to the street that you came from. And the voice says, I am the keeper of the damned. I am the taker of the living. I am Morian, and I carry your name in my grasp, Elman Yabael. Yeah. 
From the darkness, you see a glint of metal on several armored heads uh, as several figures start to make their way down the alleyway. Is there a way out of, like, like, are they covering both exits? There's four different alleys that lead into this kind uh-huh. of square inner courtyard area, and they are coming down all four. All right. So I let go Unless of you have some crazy idea. Baelish at this point in time, and, uh, like, uh... He panics and starts scurrying around to the corner. Stay out of the way, kid. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna draw my bow. Okay. I'll open stand ground with Elmon. <laughs> um, Does Avius have any clue what's happening? Avius, make an important arcana roll. Okay. Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Eleven. Eleven. You, Avius, can sense that something weird is going on and you are being isolated from your friends <laughs> in a weird magical way and you go uh, quickly over to the alleyway and you can't see them. There's this mist and you sense that there is a- another place of existence that is there that you can't quite get yourself into and it will take some time to mm. attempt to. Okay. We'll go down the alley that's back the way we came, and we just need to get through there. No, we're like... We don't like, need to fight all four of them. I'm oh, saying... Just I'm, go after one. Yeah, and I'm then saying we like go after go. one and go. Yeah. And, um... Baelish, if you want to live, you're going to follow us right now. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, all right. And um, I will knock one of my magical arrows and start trotting down the um, alleyway that comes goes back. This towards... is the street where Avius is over there. Okay. Okay. You see there, there are two figures there. Uh, there is a metal-headed, uh, armored-helmed figure mm-hmm. that is uh, marching towards you with not too much speed. Behind him is a uh, mostly naked, ghoulish-like figure with a long red tongue and a very white complexion and appears to have been the one that was speaking because it just finished pointing mm-hmm. at you. There's, again, mist around them. There's too much darkness, even at night, that's around this whole area. It's very hard to see beyond. And that's it. I turn towards real briefly. How are you in a fight? I hold my own from time to time, but I've never seen these. Okay, let's let's roll initiative. Um, The creature that I just spoke about, the white creature. Yep. A white-skinned creature goes first, and I need to know how fast it moves. It's normal speed. It pushes its way past the helmed um, slow thing and moves right up to you, Elmon, uh, just with this gaspy, ah, with its claws outstretched that have longish black fingernails, but it can't attack you this turn. Okay. Uh, however, you are overwhelmed by its stench. It's really nasty smelling. But I've been around Avius for a long time. That's true. So That's I should get advantage at least. All right, the first uh, player who is up is Rill. Whoa. Yes. 
Uh, let's see. What would you like to do? Yeah, keep your character sheet out. Just yeah. keep it. Out. Oh, is, I know. Is no. Avius in uh, this? Yes. Battle. Okay. The uh, uh, the first thing is uh, loot comes to hand. Okay. And uh, that uh, imagine that bill bell shrill is still kind of in the air, uh, echoing. So I yeah. kind of tune to it. <laughs> okay. And I'm kind of playing like power chords. <laughs> All right. Kind of uh, watching Elmon's pace, uh, to which I will... I don't think uh, this is what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To which I will apply to him some degree of inspiration uh, with that song. All right. And uh, we'll give him that. So that'll be a D8. A D8. You're giving him bardic inspiration, which adds adds to a role of his choice. In the All next right. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. His choice, right? Yeah, it's... It is his choice. And that yes. can be done after the roll has been made, which makes okay. it very Ooh, powerful. Nice. You just have to tell me before I tell you the results right. of it. Right, I understand. Got it. Uh, and this creature in front of me... That was a bonus action? That was a bonus Woo. action. Yeah. Uh, and I'll verify, but uh, the creature in front of me Yeah, it's, a, it's is... uh, Elmon's right in front of you, and then just in front of him is this creature. So what did you want to do with it? Uh, well, uh will uh, suffer the pang of the the uh, the noise kind you of amplify the bell amplify the bell back okay. to him a bit uh, this will take the form of the uh, uh, the vicious mockery okay uh, <laughs> and uh, and slam into him what does that do uh, let's see that'll do uh, he's got to do a uh, wisdom saving throw DC 15. Oh, uh, that's got to be a pass. I rolled a 16, and that's a 16 straight. Okay. Does anything happen um, on a... It's an all or nothing on okay. this end. Yeah, it's a cantrip. Those are always all yeah. or nothing. All right, he shrugs off and does not listen to that uh, horrific bell counter concept. <laughs> Next up is Avius. Avius, you hear some crazy, interesting music starting to blare out, but it's echoey and off in the distance. Okay. You know that it's like 30 feet away. Okay. You start to touch at this mist. You can just see you're trying to get your way in. Mm-hmm. Um, you hey. have something in mind? Yeah. I cast non-detection. Non-detection. Mm-hmm. What does that do? Uh, it allows me or an object or a person, any willing creature, um, uh, to not be targeted by divination magic. Okay. Um, or to not be perceived through magical... So your goal is to not, is to be hidden magically. Yeah. Okay. And also, yeah, invisible to targeting, magic targeting. It's not magic targeting. It's it's someone doing scrying against you. Well, but I can't, I can't be a a target of divination magic. Yeah. Yeah. But attack spells still work. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Does that take an action? Uh, one action. Okay. And then I move further in. All right, the moving doesn't seem to matter. You instead put your hand into this mist and you try to feel this strange magical web and you can just feel some sort of sense of this other reality and you start to grab as though you could pull yourself in. Make with your bonus action a arcana roll again, please. Ooh, 22. 22. With a 22, you have pulled yourself in to this reality and right above you comes a figure. Also, 
because of that's an abjuration spell that your I shield cast. kicks in. So yeah, so my arcane uh, ward kicks in. Fifteen. Fifteen AC plus twenty hit points now. Ooh. Wow, Dang. that's great. Uh, above you is an uh, incorporeal entity that is flying above you. He's got flowing robes of like translucent gray color and has like a set of ghostly armor on and a hood. You've got some swirling mad images of instead of a normal face and uh, is flying over you with great speed and would immediately start causing trouble for you, but is uh, temporarily oblivious to your arrival with your spell um, and is... That's an eight hour spell, by the way, so... Um, he'll be able to see you normally, but not right now. And he passes right over you and is heading towards, uh, the group. And he is... And do I now have any, um... Do I now have any, like, sight on... Yes, you can now see the alley and it's dark. You can see mist behind you, which is the portal you got into this alternate reality. You can see right in front of you and above is this flying ghostly fellow. But let me flip it around. It ghostly looks like that. And um, you're in this alleyway, and then the alleyway ends at a large square in um, middle section where you can see your friends, Real Puck and Elmon, and the strange cook who's gotten far more than you bargained for yep. is what's going on. Uh, next up is Elmon. Okay. <clears throat> so... The the creature that was talking, is that the one that's standing right before me right now? Yes. Okay. He's inches away. And I already have my bow drawn. Yep. That's unfortunate. Um Okay. Um I say tell 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 your king I'm coming for him next. And uh <laughs> I'm going to take a shot. Go for it. And it'll be at disadvantage, I assume. Yeah, he's he's messing with your range attack at point yeah. blank range. That's all right. 26. Um, hold on to that. We'll keep that. Uh, you also find yourself almost vomiting at its stench. I need you to make a constitution saving throw at the start of your turn. I skipped that part. Uh, that's a negative ghost rider. The pattern is full because I have a automatic... Uh, my... Armor? No, the, I I forget exactly why, but I have an auto save versus spells twice. Two spells. Yeah, because you. Uh, this is not a spell, unfortunately. This is an ability of the uh, creature. No. Sorry. You got it from the guy that you gave the uh, gray sense. Gray sense. The okay. avatar. Constitution ten. Okay. Um, bear with me. Making sure of something. What is my my elven stuff gives me some charm? I think it's versus charm. Four. Okay. You are retching and gagging like crazy and are considered to be poisoned until the start of your next turn. Okay. Um, and that means you're going to be at disadvantage, which is why I wanted you to keep that roll and just make an additional roll disadvantage. So, that, so I have to roll three dice? No, you've, you've got the, okay. the sickness going on. You've already rolled the 20-something. Right. 26, 26, yeah. make a second roll. This is the disadvantage roll. But I had already rolled two dice because I was already at disadvantage because they were in melee range. Oh, yeah, then you're fine. Sorry, ignore all that. Ignore okay. all that. 
and I okay. So so you're good. Twenty six. Okay, that I, is absolutely hit. Okay, and so. don't forget you're inspired. Right? Can I roll that into damage? You can roll that before he makes before a determination. He, if he already has, then right. it's done. But I but that's like like that's like a normal saving throw or to hit saving not, throw ability not, check not for damage. Um, not for damage. Let's no. double check that. I imagine it's not damage. I imagine it's the same thing as regular advantage. I would. Um, think. this one's might be different. I mean, I hope so. Ability check, attack roll, or saving saving throw. throw. Okay. Okay. Um, I know my inspiration. All right, you've hit. What's your damage on is that? Is it a monstrosity per chance? It is not. Yeah. All right. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight damage. points of damage. Okay. And then I will fire a second arrow at him. And the inspiration's on the last for 10 minutes. I don't think it gotcha. stays with you. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. All right. And the second, also plus one arrow. And that rolled off. Um. I'm going to roll the inspiration die with this. Okay, using Rill's first inspiration. Yeah. Wow. 26. <laughs> it's a hit. <laughs> How much damage? You can do it. Uh-huh. And now that it is injured, it will take... Blank, blank arrows. Not easy to do. 10, 14, 15 Ooh. points of damage. Boom, boom. You hit him hard, and he reels from that, and flails his red tongue in pain uh is still alive however next up is this slow walking creature it is a zombie that is stepping forward arms slowly stretching out except this zombie's a little bit different across its head has been <clears throat> poured molten iron around the poor victim as they were killed so their head is surrounded mm, by a gruesome. crude section of metal, yeah. Wow. That covers their face, their throat, and everything, and they're stepping forward. Uh, mm. This one steps forward, doesn't quite get there. This one does. So their entire face head is Yes, surrounded. metal. Okay, they can't mm. bite us. Nope. Okay. And, another one. Lightning, uh, and another one. Huh? Lightning would be good. Yeah. Next up is this flying armored ghostly figure who is currently above Avius. He is oblivious to um, Avius and is swooping quickly over the lot of you and is swinging down at Puck. His weapon. His weapon happens to be a great sword that he brings slicing down as he flies with this flowing cloak and armor on him. Critical hit on Pac. You have been hit for 12, 15 points of necrotic damage. How, how far away am I from? You're 30, 40 feet away, but it's not your turn, so you gotta. 30, oh, you got your 40, cool. But it's important. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Pac is uh, kind of in between, probably actually at 35 feet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. So sorry. Right. Yeah, your cool ability. Uh, so he swipes in and hits you for that, and you need to make a constitution saving throw as you feel your life essence start to drain a bit. Natural 20. <laughs> you have resisted this drain about your life, and, and if you get hit by him again, you will never have to roll it. You're awesome. totally immune to that concept. Nice. Dun, 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 dun. Um, where's... Fuck. Um, there you are. 
and puck you up. Uh, I'm gonna ice knife that uh, that ghostly figure. All right, he's right above you. Uh, he is engaged with you. So if it's a ranged attack, you'll be at disadvantage. Um, he's within touching distance. I don't know if it's a ranged attack or not. It'll say make a ranged attack. Otherwise, it'll say have them make a saving throw. Oh, yeah, it is ranged. Balls. Um, you got a sword. I got a spear, and I did not take the sword. Oh. Um, Make a decision. You're yeah, surrounded I'll, uh, by these I'll zombies. Stab them with Deanna. Okay. You reach out with the spear and stab away. Uh, 14. 14 is a miss. You have a bonus action and a move. Uh, I'm going to disengage. All right. So you duck low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and where do you want to move? You kind of have this little courtyard section you're in. Uh, just, just a few feet back. Okay. I mean, there's not, I don't really want to separate myself from the party. All right. Oh. Done. It is a new round and the wounded white creature, white skinned creature with its black nailed claws claw at you, Elmon. It is determined to get you. And... Oh, that's not going to be good. An eight is ridiculously bad. Correct. It claws, but it's falling backwards from the damage that you dealt with it, and it's just a mess of pain and can't do anything at all. Uh, nice. Rill, you are up. Okay. <laughs> uh, where am I in relation to... You're the small, tiny little figure right here. Uh-huh. Um, you've got a zombie slowly coming in on your left and will probably be attacking you this turn. And you've got zombies to your right, behind, and front, and you've got not too far away above you, maybe six feet away, this flying, cloaked, great sword-wielding dude. Fantastic. Uh, The strumming comes to an abrupt end, and I find uh, one particularly very high note that I just shrill out, and uh, the... um, Creature with the metal head? Yes, the with the all these zombies have metal heads. Uh, the it's one closest to me. Metal heads. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one closest to me begins to. Uh, the metal around his head begins to oh, glow. No! <laughs> That's fantastic. It begins to glow softly and becoming a more and more intense heat as I lay upon him heat metal. Okay. What is this? That is cool. And I will... Do they look fairly brawny? Um, Define brawny? Uh, Strong? Like, yeah, are they like frail looking or fairly... Another me- meaty. Meaty? Yeah. Uh, then I will cast this as a level three. Level three? Wow. Yep. Um, And it was heat metal. Heat metal. Got it. Oh, okay, you choose the a creature in physical contact. The range works, takes 2d8 fire damage, so he takes 2d8. Uh, I disagree with your math. Oh, because you increased the level. 3d8. 3d8. And he does that on a whenever I wish it. Concentration. As a bonus action a bonus from here action. on out, you can maintain that damage. <laughs> That's badass. 
18 points of damage. Wow. wow. You do 18 points of damage, and the thing just goes, oh! And it is, yeah. it is at disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks because it cannot drop the heated the weapon heated, that this thing is yeah. spell is designed for. It's stuck on its head, <laughs> so it is messed up. Oh, the smell nice. is not good either. Like, uh, vapors coming out of the. Oh bar, yeah, and, yeah. And out. Oh, uh, that I, is terrible. I step back uh, a little bit to to. Uh, what was that damage one more time? Eighteen. Uh, it was eighteen. Got it. Yeah. Okay. You're stepping back as well. You're stepping behind, boldly behind of uh, the young lad. <laughs> Got it, Avius. Um, you're behind yep. this whole fight. I am. No one's really aware of you. Fireball. The red, the red chip. What's the red chip? Fireball. Um, you can't see that spot. It goes up to here, the the alleyway. So you could see. Up to here, 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 and then here is the main area. Okay. What if I move first and move forward? Um. No, this is a wall. Is what I'm saying. Right. But I can't. I can't like position myself. Like. This is a narrow alleyway. Narrow. Okay. Yeah. You would have to be climbing over these dudes. All right, you could also I'll... do it above. I don't know. Because uh... this flying yeah, guy is flying guy. here. So yeah, I want to do. Yeah, about right here. Whoa. <laughs> We'll get him and the two on the ground. Uh, okay, it would also catch Elmont to get this guy. What? I, that's fine. All right. <laughs> Elmont looks at you. Elmont's Elmont's dexterous. All right, you're pointing your finger at the air, and what's being cast? Fireball. Oh. Yeah, I point at Glad the moved. at the uh, estimated <laughs> location with my finger. A bolt of of quick light goes to that point, and then from there, this glowing ball just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And brighter. Ooh. And um, we're doing a dexterity saving throw. Oh, for everybody? Yep. All right. The big uh, great sword flyer gets a 20. Oh. Want to roll your damage while I'm rolling this? Yep. Dexterity. The yep. white guy gets a 22. Jeez. And the metal headed zombie, 11. Uh, metal head fails. Okay, he takes full damage. What about Elmon? What's Elmon roll? Elmont's not going to roll because Elmont has an auto save versus spells. Ah, yes. We'll take half whatever this epic. Ah, <laughs> uh, it doesn't work like that. You're taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of dice. Reroll that last six that fell off. Okay. There you go. Even better. Wow. So there's 10. I'm going to need some 20. Yeah, yeah. 38. <laughs> 38 points of damage? Yeah. All right. The metal-headed zombie uh, that you catch in this area just gets mm, turned into this human torch and continues to shriek. I'm imagining it's like the zombies from Half-Life 2 when you light them on fire. And it's just going, and starts slamming itself into the wall before crumpling over dead. The uh, ghostly, not ghostly, but white-skinned ghoulish figure um, took half damage. Yep, so 19. 19? Let me go find him. He's been hurt. Where did he go? He attacked. He has been hurt. And actually, I have a question. Yeah. This studded leather armor of Kadeen. Yes. I have plus one versus AOE spells. Yes. So is is that, do I take one less damage? No, or? it's plus one to the save. Okay. To the save, yeah. Uh, you have also destroyed. What, what did you roll? 
I didn't roll. He didn't roll. His, his... Why don't you roll? Because I don't want to roll. Because okay. I would rather just take <laughs> I mean... <that> damage. <laughs> okay. He doesn't and have to roll. Also, okay. also, I don't have a choice. It's right, right. Just you take first, half damage. Two, two spells yep. that. So the white guy dies in a fiery mess, his tongue flopping out as he crumples down. Uh, In the air, he passed, but he takes 19 damage, Mm -hmm. and that was the flying guy. He is singed, but still alive. And then Elmon, you take uh, the 19 fire damage. All right, big fiery explosion. Um, and then I move. Oh, you've been hit with that. I thought it resisted. However far but, I can go. All right. Now um, the save take you yeah, take half. Save, yeah. yeah. Um, Elmon, you're next. All the guys that were around you are dead. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and um. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> Timing. <laughs> Too late. Um. So the floaty ethereal guy, he's up in the air. Yeah, he's just out of engagement range with you. Yay! And he's wounded. Um, so uh, the bow goes from being level against the ground to straight, straight up, up in the air. And two twangs Normal shots. Uh, plus one arrows. All I right. imagine this guy's rather magical. So I am firing two of my... Plus one arrows. I'm gonna use these up quick. I think I'm gonna become really good friends with <laughs> Le, with La Rose. He's not gonna be become really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is in my notes as archery archery douche. So, oh. um, how did you know douche was his middle name? <laughs> it's 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 just a natural assumption. Elvish French. Yeah. All right. <laughs> La douche. <laughs> So 25 to hit. First shot slices or pierces into him. Doing five, nine, ten he's, points of damage. He's injured. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. And the second shot, 16. Is... Uh, you miss. Arrow okay. goes high and clangs against the third story window not far away. You kill a petunia. <laughs> uh, around you is the uh, screaming young cook. Just what's happening? Stay put. <laughs> uh, done, done, done. The metal-headed zombies now close in. They've taken their time. They are now closing in. And actually, so what I'm gonna do is I'm stepping back, and I'm gonna try to basically, if I can, without being too crazy about it, prevent. Um, What's his face? Baelish? Uh, Baelish from being attacked. Like, so I'm going right. to, yeah, kind of intercede between however many I can. Okay. They are closing in. There is one that is attacking you, Elmond, for sure. Um, and it is trying to... And as a bonus action, can I switch from my bow to melee, for chance? Sure. Okay, great. Uh, it's uh, striking at you with also metal on their hands. You notice, and that is a twenty. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a hit. Uh, you've been hit for uh, clawed at for five points of bludgeoning damage, and then it grasps onto your arm tightly. Uh, make a. I think it's too strength roll for. Strength roll. Yes, please. Strength roll. Not, not a strength saving throw. Um, strength roll. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Correction, correction. Uh, you are, is the turn. 
Uh, you are grabbed on. You can make a strength roll to ungrapple yourself later on. So don't worry. Not, no, not yet. Not now. Damn, that was, that was Sorry, that was a good funny. one. Uh, there is a, uh, another one of these guys and it's attacking you, Pock, from the side and got a 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a hit. Yeah. You have been hit for uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. You have also been grabbed. Let me look up that real fast. Well, you said that was a 16. Yeah. Can I interrupt? Uh, how so? Uh, I see the grab going on. This is like a reaction or and something? And it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I give a sharp whistle. Two fingers just loud through the uh, place there. And I add... One bardic inspiration to counter roll his. Roll it. So this will drop the value down. Why don't you roll it? Four. So, but 12. 12 is the attack. Uh, miss. All right. The Thank ghoulish you, thing sir. reaches out with claws. You're handy in a fight, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they do the, the Saturday night. Saturday night finger. <laughs> uh, reaches out with its claws, but uh, the strange, what was the name of this ability? Uh, this uh, the ability is called cutting words. Cutting words. You say something nasty about it. What do you say? Uh, uh, you're slow and you'll never catch us. <laughs> it pauses <laughs> for just a moment did. and <laughs> cannot grab onto you. So nice. However, there is another one, Puck, that's right in front of you that is getting you. I'm out of reactions. And that is a miss, I'm pretty yeah. sure, with an 11. Yep. That was me too. Another one is attacking Baelish. He is missed. And then there is a last one over here. Uh, Real, you have a choice. You can kind of step in to take the hit. Um, I had that backwards. That's all right. You can step in and take the hit for Baelish, or you can let it attack Baelish. Um... <laughs> Where does your Both moral compass... Moral compass, <laughs> uh, I will step in to interrupt the attack. Um, I may. Yes. All right. Um... Well, yes. Yes, 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 yes. You're out of reactions. Can't do much. I'm out. I know I'm out of reactions, but I do have a bonus action. That's during your turn. Oh, it's during my turn. All right. It's attacked you with a six and has missed. I believe that is all of those metal headed zombies. Oh, and in addition, the one that attacked you and missed is the one that's currently smoking and everything. Oh. And it didn't try and claw you, it tried to headbutt you with its molten oh, head, cool. but it missed. Uh, last up. Second to last up is the floating guy. Oh, that's right. Uh, who's floating overhead. And he is... How far above us is he? Uh, not far at all. Within greatsword range. He immediately turns around and uh, silently flies the opposite direction right over towards you, Avius. Come at me, buddy! <laughs> he doesn't even stop flying. He just does this little polo strike with his greatsword. Um, correction. Correction. He comes right at you, holds his sword in his hand, gently lands at your feet, and reaches out to touch you with his left hand. Uh, He's coming with a touch. I... He's touching. Is it, is it a magical touch? It is not a magical touch. It's a special touch. <laughs> oh, then I opened my robe. He is... <laughs> Come at me, big boy. <laughs> Robe opening. It's not a magical touch. Nope. Right. He needs to make a melee spell attack against you. Well, 
Is it is it a spell? It's a melee spell attack. So counter spell would be. This counter spell would absolutely work. You hear him go shaka, and he reaches out as he yeah, casts a spell. I'm gonna do counter spell. He is casting inflict wounds at level two. Oh yeah, then it automatically. That was your reaction. Yep. All right. I think that's your first counter spell. It is. He reaches out and touches you, and just boop. There's no magic behind it whatsoever. You just I feel. Just, I push my chest in towards his hands. <laughs> it seems. It seems very confused by it. <laughs> The last this round is Puck. Puck, you got zombies all around you. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, throw some bombs of summer. Actually, yeah, I'm going to throw some uh, bombs of I'm summer. I'm fine court. For now. If you want to hold off on that, it's a bonus action. Okay. Yeah. May, may uh, I Nelmon? suggest that yeah. everyone leave the center of the crosshairs <laughs> of the alley? <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded. For uh, eleven opportunity attacks, whatever. Eleven it takes, health to Elmon. <laughs> it might be better than. And then, as my action, I'm gonna light up flaming sphere. Okay. And place it right behind these two. All right. So placing it close by, behind two that are nearby you. Yep. Boom! You put uh, this obstacle behind them, blocking the way. Oh well, it's a big ball of fire. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll take damage if you move it into them as a bonus, or if they start their end their turn. In their yep. turn or me moving it into Got them. Got it. And you have the bonus to move it. He just used his bonus to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, nice. We got a big flaming sphere there, and it is real at the start of the round. Woo! Real the bard. Uh who's in uh who's engaged with me presently? Uh you've got two. One behind you and one in front of you, these metal-headed zombies. And the one, one, one is burning. One is burning. Okay, let me start with that. That's a uh, bonus action usage. And what do you do to make that happen? Like snap your fingers? Or? Uh, it's every time I hit this pitch, uh, every time I strum the high note on my, my lute. <laughs> it's like a it missed just, note. <laughs> it like, uh, it, it's like a bellows. Yeah, it like just, a bellows. Yeah, uh, it fires it up. All right. Uh, so this is more damage to him. Uh, 12 points. It is still alive, but barely hanging in there. Uh, the other one that's close to me, I heard from uh, a ways away the words that they were using. Yes. So I mimic that entirely and I reach out and touch the creature. Okay. The other zombie. The other one behind you. And, uh, I, I bestow curse upon him. Okay. <laughs> and I, uh. Uh, befuddle him with concepts of he's freshly risen and doesn't know what to do. So the whole thing is he doesn't want to do anything with his action because he's waiting for commands. Oh, you're right. a badass bard. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Metal-headed zombies are not known for their wisdom saving throws. Here he goes. What? Uh, five total. Uh, so now he is sunk in with the curse and now he's consumed with that uh, the glowing metal dissipates as one concentration switches for another got it all right that's great um bump 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 next is avius um duder in front of me I guess is going to get mm. this is the uh the armored wraithy type guy yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. He's going to get um, behind him forms a flaming sphere. More yeah. flaming spheres. <laughs> we'll do green and for some reason. With the bonus action, it, it, the one I it <laughs> knocks into him. All right. You roll the sphere right near you, though, would yeah. be. 
Um, but we're in between. Yeah, we'll have it bounce back. All right, how much damage is that? I'm looking. Got where it's Do you at. know? It's right here. It's, uh, d- depending on what level. Two. Uh, two D. Uh, they have to make a dex throw, a dex saving throw. That does not look good. It is two D six. Uh, twelve. No good. Dex save is twelve. Yeah, no good for the dex save. Eh, four points. Okay. Um, four points of damage. You notice he dives out of the way. Doesn't quite make it though. It gets hit for four points of damage. Is uh, still uh, in the fight. But when he dove out of the way, he dove halfway through the wall. Ooh. In- incorporeal. Just FYI. Incorporeal. Word of the day. All right. Um, that was Avius. Elmon. Um, can I the make man that? Who, the man who picked this fight. I did not pick a fight. Everyone stops fighting. Wait a minute. <laughs> How did I pick the fight? You, if anyone well, picks a fight, it's usually You picked the fight Elmon. to save uh, the old man here. I was... Once upon a time. Um, okay. So I just pulled out my sword and buckler. Okay. My rapier and buckler. Rapier. <laughs> rapier, whatever. Rapier. 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 No, rape rapier. Anywhere. Um, and can I make that strength check to break free? Yeah. Three? Three is no good. This thing's got the grasp on it. So what does that do then? Um, you are hosed is what that means. Uh, you, your speed becomes zero. Um, you cannot benefit from bonus with speed. Um, blah, blah, blah. The condition also ends removed, such as when... Uh, no, that's it. Uh, your speed is zero. You're so good. I can still attack. Yes. Okay. Well, very well. Uh, I will attack the guy that is holding on to me. Okay. Uh, with my rapier. Um, and I will stab into him with that. Uh, with an 11. 11 is stabbed. I'm sorry, 9. I'm so used to my bow. So 9 is your final result? Correct. For my first attack. Pierces through rotting flesh and hurts him. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I am surprised. Um, doing 12 points of damage. All right, this was unwounded guy, 12. Right, he was unwounded, but now he is wounded. You pull the rapier out and stab again. I do. Uh, with a 24. Oddly enough, that one missed. <laughs> Just kidding. It's uh, an inverse. Uh, yes. Um, Chaos. Only nine <laughs> nine more points of damage. Nine more points. Uh, you've stabbed. There's weird blackish blood that's pouring out of the holes, but it is still alive. Um, the zomb- metal-headed zombies will go. The one that you just stabbed several times that has a hold of you, Elmon, is going to uh, headbutt you. And I'm going to give him advantage for the headbutt. He has rolled a 19. That'll hit. And slams you with a big dong for six <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage. Immediately, yeah. Real finds the note. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a harmony out of it. it dong! There is another one, everywhere. however, that's also attacking you, Elmon. This one is um, We're in Vietnam. also clawing you with a 22 yep. for five points of bludgeoning <laughs> damage. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Um, damage. Yeah. 
This is Puck. One is attacking you, Puck, with a headbutt, with a critical hit. Um, that's the second critical hit on you so far. Yeah. You've been hit for uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage, Puck. He takes zero, and my extra uh, hit points go down by 10. Your shield, you send Puck's way for the first time. Nice. Wizard shield. You, it is blocked, and it ends its turn next to this flaming sphere. It can't get away. Uh-huh. It needs to make a deck saving throw. Okay. Uh, the 12. Yeah, I don't think he makes it. Mm-mm. Okay, what's the damage? Uh, six. Three, actually. Oh, three for you. Uh, seven. All right. The next one is attacking you, Rill. It's clawing at you, and I think it's going to hit with an 18. That will hit. All right, it's grabbed onto you. You were locked down. You take five points of bludgeoning damage, Rill. Oh. How much damage did you do with the fire? I'm sorry. Uh, six. six. Uh, seven. Seven. Me. And then you get to fire up this guy as well. He's also not moving away. He needs to make a... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, he failed that one miserably. Uh, six. All right, they are burning with this flaming thing right behind them. They can't get free of it. They're pinned between the flaming ball on one side and you guys on the other. There's one last metal-headed zombie. It is attacking young Baelish. Uh-oh. Unless, real, you want to step in the way. Uh, is this the cursed one? This is... Puck, you were not hurt at all on that last one. Sorry, he was, he took no actions. You did not get hit at all. That last I know, one. I know. Well, he so, protected me. So no, your no, no, shield is back. You get the shield back. Oh, okay, gotcha. that, Sorry, I totally forgot. Forgot about the curse. Thank you. He still takes the burning damage. And this is not the cursed one now. The last zombie is the one with just a few tendrils of life remaining whose head has finally stopped turning bright orange (laughs) he is going to headbutt you with that slightly orange head uh he's going to headbutt uh baelish unless you want to get in the way real uh baelish doesn't look like he's up for combat so you're stepping in we'll step in headbutt comes your way and misses mainly because i can't see where it's hitting (laughs) the misty cloaked armored figure right in front of you avius kind of like looks at his hand <laughs> says Gar-gar-ha! louder and reaches out to touch you boldly again and i am not telling you what the spell is or spell level until you commit to ca- casting counter spell i <sighs> okay oh a lesson learned here never mess with the undead all right, I'm going to cast it. You cast Counterspell. You feel its magic, and then you can easily shred that magic and turn it into a gentle touch once again, and nothing at all happens to you. What level did you cast? Two. All right. Two again, and Pock, you're up. Like how? I had to spend a four. Wow. I had to spend a four to get that, though. Ow. Yeah. I'm going to bounce that, that flaming sphere into the one that... Um, the one that has the most... Uh, uh, you can hit both, actually. Oh, perfect. Yeah. They both need to make deck saving throws. All right. Uh, I got a... I don't know. I got a 17 and a 6 and a 4. 17 and a 4. The 17 passes, but he still takes half damage. Uh, oof. 15 nice. total. Nice. So 7, seven and 15. And 15. Can we back up for a second? Uh-huh. Did uh, Misty, Misty... 
Oh, your guy in front of you? He, he did. He will go ahead and move, actually. He will move into the building. Okay. He phases through into the building. All right, then. And you don't think he's far. Okay. Uh, I took that and then a full 15 to the other one, right? Yep. All right. So lots of flaming sphere that was fire a bonus goodness. action. Um, are you at 36? You're probably good for this turn. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, Don't worry about me. I've been missing my head. Look at Avius with full hit points. <laughs> Who's the tank now, bitches? <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to lash out uh, with my spear at the you'll, one you'll on be the my tank until something actually physically hits you. Uh, which the black face one. Black one, right? Yep. The black-faced one? Face. Okay. <laughs> what blackface? I was uh, ni- 19. That is definitely a hit. Not expecting that to hit. Uh, two, uh, five points of damage. Five. No, 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 no. 12, 20, uh, four, 17. Four, four, four. Four. You stab it. It l- steps back, but keeps coming. It is still in the fight. Puck is it, gone. Does it take? It was not its turn. It was Puck's turn. He already slammed him with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real uh, stump runner. Yes. Is your name. Stump runner. Real stump, stump runner. runner. Uh, I still have the same two. One is not doing anything. And then there's just the one. Uh, does he, how long does the bestow curse last? Uh, th- a That's full the question. minute. Bestow curse concentration up to a minute. Um, and he choose just the makes nature every round. Well, curse turns make a wisdom save. Let's. Oh, if you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the big one. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's still cursed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just waiting. <laughs> uh, so dealing with the uh, one with the now slightly glowing head. Yes, it's uh, badly wounded. I uh, quickly slash out with my uh, rapier. That will be a bonus action to draw and be ready to go. To draw and be ready? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, and then you can attack still. And I will still attack. That is a D8. Yeah, what's your basic attack on this? And here we go. Ooh, nice. Uh, it would be a 25. It's a definite hit. <laughs> Six points of damage. And you skewer this thing and hit it again and again and again, and it drops and makes a big gonging sound as its metal head hits the ground. Even kind of dents a warp area, because it's a little soft metal now on the back of its head, and it is dead. <laughs> Got one! At your feet. Avius. cocky, kid. <laughs> um... I want to maneuver my flaming sphere. Okay. With bon- with my bonus action, I guess is what that will be. Um, can I get it behind both of those guys right there? Uh, make an Arcana roll. If you succeed, you can hit them. If you fail, you will hit them plus Elmont. <sighs> Fair enough. <laughs> He's willing to make that risk. <laughs> oh, I succeed. Okay. 24. You have this ball and you start doing like some monkey ball type thing of hitting the roller on the arcade machine <laughs> to get the ball up and around and you just roll it over those two guys. They get to make dexterity saving throws. Um, similar to what I rolled before. 
You're rolling against a 14. Uh, they got a 15 and a 4. All right. So half and full damage. Um, and it's what? 2d6? I think so. A 6 is full, so. You have killed this one. Yes. Thank you. And just wounded that one. Is the one that died the one that had a hold of me? Yes. Did. Yes, yes, yes. What was the damage on the... Six full. Six full. Yeah, yeah, you totally killed it. All right, there are uh, three of these zombies left. Yeah, and I'll just stay around. Okay. Avius is done. Actually, no, I'll move. I'll move Closer to the group. The group. Yeah. You're now in that courtyard Since area. I'm not, so I'm not by myself with Mr. Misty. Elma. Okay. Um... I will stab out at the one that's directly in front of me with my rapier. Okay. That's going to be a 26. Huge hit. Uh, with 6, 7, 8. It is wounded. 13 points of damage. Oh, that's a big hit. And then my second attack is a 24. With... Um, 10 points of damage, but an amendment to the previous attack. How much damage did I say it was? 13? 14. So 10 and 14. It had 24 at the start of this okay. round. Wow. <laughs> I know. I was like, it is going to have one left. Because I, did, I didn't I did add the plus one damage for the of cutting oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the first attack there. I only added four. So. You, you don't pierce at all. You slice and spill rotting guts on this alley floor area. And um, it is a terrible mess, but the creature is absolutely dead. I like this sword. And they are going next. There are two zombies, one next to Rill, one next to Puck. The one at you, Puck, headbutts you for 18. And that is six points of bludgeoning damage. And end. Yeah, I'm going to take some. All right, but it ends its turn next to this flaming sphere with a nine. You got to take some damage. It takes uh, 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage and s- hits you with the big gong, stumbles back itself into the sphere and is consumed by it. <laughs> he headbutted me? Yes. Oh, my lord. The one next to you, uh, Rill, is reaching out and grabs onto your no, loot arm, is Rill. This is a cursed one? That this is a cursed one. Dang it! <laughs> it can make its roll now. It's a it wisdom wants. saving throw and it's good? Wisdom saving throw. Let me check the timing of this. Is it at the end of its turn? At or? the start of its turn. Start of its turn. It is a curse. All right. These... And a damn good one, if yeah, I say. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Well, you're so going that thing out of the... Seven. It does nothing. We all just turn and just start stabbing the shit. I wouldn't use this curse against a smart creature. (laughs) A wise creature. A wise wise creature. And it's going to take fire damage. Yeah. Uh, It takes fire damage. You guys stab it. There is no sign of that incorporeal armored ghostly thing. And then the darkness and mist fade away. And you are returned to a normal moonlit alley and can smell the city again and can hear some of the city sounds. Again. And before Baelish can run away, I'm going to... All right. Like, like I don't want him to get away. And by the way, there is gore and... It's all left. It's all left oh, behind. No. Oh, it's nice. a mess. Baelish is not getting away. He's on his butt 
just kind of hiding his eyes and shielding himself and just going, what's happening? What is this? Should I get down close to him? Shh. Quiet. Quiet. <clears throat> Make Persuade a persuasion roll. Oman. Um, well, I actually might have succeeded on a persuasion roll. 19. He stays calm. You're able to keep him calm. You reassure him. Like, what you just witnessed is the things that you're trying to align yourself with. Like, we're battling those. And that's what you're aligning with. That's why we were attacked. I'm, I'm sorry. I won't, I won't, I'll, I'll just, I'll stay... At the inn. You we should can't. send him away. Yes. You can't stay at the inn. You have to leave the town. Which um, real will produce uh, five gold coins. Okay. Go as far as you can. Um, and I hand them the coins. How many coins do you have? Uh, that was it. <laughs> oh, okay. well. I'm going to look a little disdainfully at that five gold and give he's, him. She's like pouring each, checking his purse, looking deeper, <laughs> pulling out some lint. I'm going to give him a large just bag uh, filled with gold. Um, I take back to... the five gold. All right. I'm going to give him 50. Wow. Whoa. He looks um, at you just as stunned as he was before. So, wait, um, uh, wait, hold, hold what? on. Uh, just one. Here's more. two platinum. <laughs> you guys are raising. I'm all in. Uh, but uh, did he not say uh, that um, uh, Kohler like knows what he looks like? He did say that. That was that was. Uh, oh, hold on for a minute, buddy. <laughs> You take the bag away. (laughs) Kohler knows what he looks like. He does not know what Kohler looks like. Yes. We need to find Kohler. But we also need to uh, hold on to uh, Baelish because uh, he uh, is recognizable by Kohler. Yes. But if we find Kohler... If we find Kohler before that, that's great. But if we don't, we need Baelish. As we're talking about him. <laughs> Little man. He's just like sitting there on the ground between us. Young Bard, do you understand? No! <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Baelish, do you understand what we're saying? I I'm I'm gonna leave town. Uh, no, you're Baelish, where do you where do you live? Can you take us to your residence? Why? We're gonna hide <laughs> out there for a minute. I I don't think my mom would like that. Oh. Well, then you're going to come to our residence. We have to find Kohler. I don't think my mom would like that either. So we let him you, go. How do you propose we do that? We The same way we found Baelish. And if we fail at that? Well, the alternative that uh, I did not want to explore was we would have to intercept him at the place, the corner. Where they were to meet and find him there. Right, which we don't want to have to do. We don't want to have to. But if we get to that point, having Baelish there that he recognizes would be very helpful. So let's keep Baelish for now. Uh, Baelish is the the peanut butter in the mousetrap, so to speak. I think it's cheese. I'm what? Uh, oh hi, um, no, no. Uh, You're do you our like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? and valuable <laughs> temporary companion for right now. Um, I want to 
send Bailey guys, on his way as soon as possible. How about you guys see if check the rest of the inns, find see if you can find our other query. I will take this young man back to the middle hawks and keep him occupied. Yes. Um cut to pillow fights. <laughs> like <laughs> um, t-shirts. So Baelish, um it's very important that we find Kohler. We want to do that before the party, but if we can't, um, we still need you to meet him. As soon as you meet him and we intercept him, you can leave town and you can keep the gold. That sounds great. I just don't want to be hurt. And if we find him before then, then we'll send you out of town with the gold and you can leave. Okay. Uh, You've done nothing wrong. You got mixed up in something that's obviously way beyond your... Um, depth and reach, um, and and it's something you don't want to be involved in. It would have led you down a very dark path, and you seem like a nice kid. Um, so, um, our goblin friend here will take you someplace safe for now, and you'll stay there for a day or two, and then we'll figure things out. Puck, you have a smile. You grab him by the hand and take him away. I. Uh, Throw a cure wounds on uh, Elmon before I go. For Jesus, thirteen, and we'll stop there for tonight.